0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Get ready for a big weekend of live sport. With Sky Sports and Sports Extra, half price for six months. Watch the Champions Cup with Leinster versus Saracens on BT Sports. So cool. And all four days of the U.S. Open only on Sky Sports. Absolutely superb. Get Sky Sports and Sports Extra half-price for six months. Search Sky Sports Sale. New sports customers only. Standard pricing applies after six months or of cancelling one element of the bundle. Minimum term and further terms apply.
1: Yes, here we go. We've got my big mate, Adam Rooney. How are you
2: doing, young man? Oh good, oh good. First time you call me a mate, but yeah, all oh, good. <laughs> Cause you're doing a favour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, before we start, take the tennis
1: balls at your cheeks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, someone watched this some a while back and you mentioned that before and we got a bit of steak over it. <laughs> I must say, mate, it's the slimmest that you're not Slum. Yeah, last a bit of lockdown. Just been running every been day. Been what have you been doing? Nah, no, I'm running getting old. I have to look after myself now. Uh, I was going to say, mate, you gave us
1: some of the worst performances I've seen on the pitch, but you gave us the best performance I've ever seen on a Christmas day. That's
2: what I was there for, just to bring good morale to the group. Yeah, yeah. no, I don't think he was in
1: the game at that time. Mate, what was it? You just, two days you drank, never even, I don't think you slept, changed clothes, just sat in a boozer for two days, man.
2: You're killing me, ladies, by the way. Every time someone watches one of these, I saw you very mention about you drinking all the time, thinking, I'm never getting a club again. Man. I'm just thinking of an alcohol. Yeah, no, you saw also- it. Yeah, changed and I just couldn't be arsed. I thought, ah, yeah, I'm not going to be as bad as it is, so I might as well stay in the T-shirt. And usually I went back and had a nap, I think.
1: Mate, uh, do you remember what to actually sneak on that Christmas doing?
2: Oh, stuff, yeah. After mini pre-season.
1: But mate, do you remember we got a bus out of Swindon, right? And we all had to put our heads under the windows until we got out of Swindon yeah.
2: in case the canny drove past. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, I think that was the toughest five days i had during the season. Everyone was off, like having 10 days off and we had the, the mini pre-season. And then I think we had a great run after that trip, didn't we? I think We, won we went years. on a
1: great run, mate. And then he, st- he said, I told you, lads, it's because you never had a Christmas do.
2: We are steaming for yeah. two days. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone's drink, drink, drink. We, we, we train, we work. And we're not I going to be in mean, the Three days in Liverpool.
1: Ever... <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, right, mate, on
1: the career. Early days in Ireland, like, tell, looking by your face, you must have played Gaelic.
2: Oh, I love it, yeah. No, uh, dang, it was, no i now just grown up, the usual in Ireland, I just play football. My older brother played, so just played for all the schoolboy teams back there. I was actually quite late coming over. Home. Most of the better lads to me would have went away a year or two before. I managed to finish like, education and stuff before I moved over. We got a break late. I was 17, I think. Most of the boys have been away. If you went to England, you usually went around 15, 16 at the latest. So, uh, likes of Stokesy and all that. But uh, no, I got a break. Late, late. I just managed to get my education done, finish school and uh, managed to nick a trial. Is
1: that who you played against, Stokesy in
2: there? Yeah, Stokesy would have played my age, Stephen Gleason. I would have played against Dad and O'Dea and stuff who was a year older than me. But uh, yeah, Stokesy's my age. Just, um, Shane Long's a year older. But they're all around, all around that group like, he was ridiculous when he was younger, wasn't he? He was the one everyone talked about. Yeah, but He was actually outrageous how good he was. People wouldn't believe you. Like he talked he talked. He was well ahead of anyone. Like he used to just scoop the ball over lads' heads. He'd score kick kickoffs. He'd do all of that. You tell the keeper, don't let him shoot and kick because 'cause he'll have a go when he'd score. Like he was outrageous how good he was. Was he? Uh, was he? Did he get boys a bit? Was he quite funny? Nice. Nah, like, I used to I used to play against him. There's two like teams in Dublin, like you know the main two teams, and we I was on the other. And um, they always just trying to sign me, but I was just, was, was not the, the team I wanted to be at. So I used to play against them. But um, yeah, we got he like around the show. He was he wasn't rich. He's well, he's like twice the height of anyone back then, and he was so quick and powerful, and his scale and ability, miles ahead. You, you always knew we'd go away to one of the big clubs.
1: And you went to Stoke, mate. How did that come about then? Yeah,
2: uh, I, I think it the Youth Olympics or something Basically Ireland sent a team To the Youth Olympics um, And it was lads That were still based in Ireland So basically all the crap players That were still in Ireland Got picked for this Ireland team And sent away So I was on that And I had a good tournament Off the back of that I got a couple of trials um, I was meant to go to Sunderland And Stoke And I went to Stoke uh, Literally got off of playing, drove, played a friendly, scored a goal And after that they basically said Yeah I want to take it We like it And I just never bothered Going to Sunderland um, My like the manager a fellow called Noah Blake And um, brilliant he was like, he was a brilliant new team manager and just settled straight away there a couple of Irish lads there, a couple of Irish lads there and I thought you could settle there What, no homesickness or anything there? No, I was, fairly, I was at that age I it's a bit older than a lot of young lads to go away at 17 it was quite like, mature for my age so going away I was in digs only for 6-7 weeks and then the folks helped me out get an apartment so straight away I was nearly in an apartment on my own and most of the time my mum and my dad would be over a few days a week maybe and that was it. Like, so I settled quite quickly. And then obviously helped because I broke into around the fourth team within a few months. Like
1: You said it didn't take you long to get involved in the first team. Why do you think that was?
2: I think the manager, um, on you know, Boss Touch Dutch Guy, he was brilliant. Like, but he was big into bringing new teams through. And I think he'd worked a lot of the the kind of to touch side football, bringing the young lads through and playing football. And I think he just liked at my attitude. Um, I worked hard. Like, I was quiet. I wasn't flashy or anything like that. And I think he you always know, used to, because I had nothing else going on over there, I'd literally be in the gym every day after training for a couple of hours on my own and stuff just because I'm not bored and the time until I might as well be doing something in the gym to get better and I think he used to see that, I think he looked at my and he used to bring me across because of it. And then I just I scored a few goals in training and he said he'd give me a shot.
1: Yeah, I ripped me, let's
2: see it. Ripped? I don't think I've ever been called
1: that. Let's <laughs> <laughs> oh, see them, they're big, they're pythons, isn't they big they are pythons is not
2: i not down the old Stephen Fletcher pose in this year.
1: <laughs> 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 so he's a young lad, friends, Would you not go then, uh, or is it just total training and then to the digs?
2: No, it's thought well, but it's like, uh, when I started breaking in around the first time and I was still only seven days and so like, a lot of the lads would be heading out to be all older lads Looking back now I was thinking, oh, I thought I should be mates at modern, but they're probably all like nearly 30 at the time. Pretty am don't we really hang around with him, especially with no banter Or, uh yeah, no, so I used to just train, and once I got around the force team, I thought, I'm only going to have to move over I might as well keep focusing on and make sure the right, team's right, there's in pissing it all the
1: way. Uh, talking of pissing it all the way, one of the characters in the first team, he's going to come on here, I spoke to him today, John Parkin. He, yeah, yeah, he's notoriously huge, was he? he, was like so big. What was the story at breakfast, was it Tony Pulis po- trying to take his breakfast off him?
2: Oh Yeah, yeah, he been. would be probably. Uh, he get your top views on this. He'd be a lot better than me. Um, but yeah, now we. used was usually mad for trying to get the weight down. I think. I think I remember coming back up pre-season, and he was something like 106, 107 kilo, like, and I was like 70 kilo so I was like a chance man ahead of him. Like, but uh, yeah, now be tried to have him on like a, a diet. So in pre-season, we'd be in Austria and stuff, and he'd be sitting there, and he'd just walk by, and he'd literally come back with his play for maybe up here <laughs> now. Feel Oh, go for it. He'd just walk by him, sit down, and he'd sit down. He he'd have young lads around him. He'd be like, Go get us a bit of cake, go get a bit of cake. And you would One lad, <laughs> get up, go on, cake, bring it back, and he'd be taking that. But it'd be funny. He'd he always done, like, he always was was just trying, and it was ridiculously hard to train. Pre season was brutal. But he always done it, like, he got through it. Like, we used to do these hill runs, where he'd run for, like, basically, he'd run for a minute as fast as can up this big hill. And the lads were on their way back down, and he'd be only halfway up, but we still down. walk. <laughs> Keep going, everyone! Go on, he go on! And he was like blowing his ass It it's funny to be fair. He was like twenty something.
1: <laughs> Maybe if you listen to his podcast, he's funny, man. He, is, he doesn't give a fuck, does he?
2: Yeah, no, I've listened to a couple of them. Yeah, but yeah, now he's some guy. He was brilliant, like he's great. Right, even young lads and stuff going in there yeah, used to give me a boy. He'd be brilliant, because like, he just hammer everyone. With the
1: hammer, everyone, huh?
2: Yeah, just having a bit of crack like, you know. But he would go at the young lads and that he made sure he wasn't getting picked on all the time and he'd be he'd be giving them a bit, but he'd be also giving everyone else a bit that's giving them. Well
1: what did Pulis do when he came back with that breakfast bill?
2: Was a shake of the head and looking at him like just disgusted basically. But <laughs> he was the he was the type of player he was, like it actually probably stood to him being that way because lads couldn't move, and his feet were brilliant. Yeah. I used to love watching him in uh, if he wasn't playing at half time if you, like, a couple of times we'd be in the stand we'd watch him and he'd go and see what his warmth was warm and the lads would be doing this bit warm, warmth and he would literally stand there with the football and build it as high as he could into the air into the sky and then try and control it on the touch and the volley and just do it just do that for like 10 minutes and the fitness shows how we look. what do
1: you do? <laughs> <laughs> you do oh what a hero man who else was good lads in that dressing room there's a few hard guys my, my, Michael Duberry was there as well
2: Duberry brilliant yeah I wouldn't say yeah I never considered him a hard guy because Obviously, it was weird because I would have been playing champ manager and a couple of years before going over and having him be teams, and then all of a sudden he's your captain. Like he was great for me, because um, Clint Hill was there, tough defender. So I used to be playing against him team in training, and like balls would be coming up in the air, and then in the air, Hilly would literally destroy it. He just come through you with headers, like it was unbelievable. and about well, that? Yeah, like Clint, Clint, lovely fella, lovely bloke. But he would we put them on. We we'll put them on here. He's going i am saying, yeah, lovely fella, but you literally smash it. If it's 50-50, you're, you're thinking, I'm pulling now, listen, i only get killed here. Huh? And like, they just give you tips and advice how to avoid it, what to do, protect yourself. Like, and, and just look after the young lads. There was, we had um, Dave Brammer in the middle of the pitch, and the young lads used their head on over training, because he would balls in at you around your shins, and a bounced off your shin, like, get hold of it, get hold of him. You'd be shitting yourself going over the training, you don't want to train with him. But they do with you and you just don't just ignore him, like he's just stitching you up. But if uh, you need it, if you're gonna be on to play like, force then you have to be able to deal with it, so it's all a part of the lemon.
1: Mate, there's always one of them in the first team in there, one of the guys that just
2: loves stitching you up. Yeah, I've seen him since, I think he's actually an agent now, I've spoken to him a couple of times and I never really spoke to him since he left Stoke, but look, like, he's a good fella, it is part of that, like, he's probably thinking you're coming into play for team most, so you need to be ready to deal with this, like, but you wouldn't yeah. be firing balls like your and i like, I've not got the best of to touches. anyway, thinking, oh, I don't need this coming at me. Uh,
1: any other characters in that team, any other mental? Luke Chadwick was funny.
2: Luke Chadwick? <laughs> He was very funny. He was um, real dry, but like you just sit in the car and he wouldn't say a whole lot. But he'd just come out with like, little comments every now and again. And I think we were out in Austria one day. I remember walking around the bridge. He again "Gary," and I was just thinking, "What's going on?" <laughs> but yeah, he's a good, crack. But just bowling a bit less again. Yeah, he's popping around. Come in, we, I think it was in Austria. We were pre-season and he'd bowl around next to comments He's He's really quiet. Like, but he come out with little comments every now and again. There was an astro tour from like in the morning. He'd be going over, and he'd just go, "Can't train today, lads," and he'd like "It's astro." That's Man United. Don't <laughs> He was quite funny.
1: What a guy, uh, mate! April two thousand and six. What a month you had! You scored your first goal, and then two weeks later, you scored the hat trick. Still only eighteen. That must have been some buzz, eh?
2: Ah, yeah. Because I broke in around January. I think when enemy you threw me in against um, Tamworth in the FA Cup, where Lyles were nearly throwing me on. Like I wasn't expecting to be anywhere near. It. He threw me on, forced literally threw me on for a corner. Do we said run near post? Oh yeah, header. Keeper made a great side, I was devastated force touching football and then we scored off the rebound. So then after that he kept me around, showed me on here and then, and then got me forced goal against Reading, top in, the usual. And then yeah, he said again, he gave me one start, I think, the next week, and then he said this would be starting last game of the season, so just be ready for it. So uh yeah, obviously banged in a hat trick and that was a nice way to top off the season. Didn't want the season to the end. See when you were in the first team range, do you remember how much money you were on? Uh yeah, I wasn't on a big card. I think it was on a 500 quid maybe and then you have a goal bonus. no but well, I think back then like every like every year I think for your first 5 or 10 appearances I think every time you got a start or something like that in championship probably I think you got like 5 or the quid I think so it was buzzing like wow <laughs> or um, uh, just to honest, win bonuses are always good because like, you get like 50% of them if the team was doing well you'd, you'd obviously they're laughing at you don't know what to be doing with the shirt I'm like, having a couple of, like the year before It wouldn't have been on that much I think you got a new deal because I've got a new, new force team. See, when you were in the first team were you still cleaning bits in there? Yeah, I was lucky enough I never actually had to I was on the balls When I moved over my job was to make sure all the footballs are pumped up every morning so I do all, that was my job going in and do that um, You ever I get smaller on the dinner, right? Nah, because I'd say your team manager now Blakey was like, tough like you didn't want to piss him off he was brilliant but he was tough like, so you're just making sure you had your dog done right the fair it was only about like, 20 something balls so in takes least 10 minutes when was able right. Was, he didn't need some giving a shy for, kind a, a but these every second body kick flat,
1: you, know, I, you I used to do the balls as well, and they were all, I couldn't be me mate, they were always flat, and training would always get stopped and your heart would sink, man, <laughs> who the fuck <laughs> on the balls?
2: Yeah, no, I made sure that wasn't me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good man, uh, Tony Peel's came in mate, is that kind of where your progress halted? Yeah, pretty fair, Peel's
2: don't play for the club, Gone unbelievable, but like, yeah, they killed, they killed me, they're going to obviously going away in the summer going to finish the season, banging on a hat-trick, and Mandela basically said, listen, go away, enjoy your summer. you are going to be playing a lot next year. You're going to get a lot of game time. Really kick on. I went away in two weeks later. I think the club got sold and Mandela got sacked. <laughs> Great. Then we brought in um, Tony Piotis came back and the award from lads that had been there before was didn't really have any time for young lads and experienced lads. So I went back, got injured, I think, in the pre-season. I'd done my knee ligaments for about a month. And then, I just yeah, I just never really felt confident. going it again because because like, in pre-season he used to refer to like, lads who are 20, 22 I was only 18 at the time like as kiddies. It's like kiddies get the cones in and kiddies and like Andy Wilkinson was there and he called me a kiddie, I think he's 22 or something, I think a kiddie. But it's just the way, it's the way you're done, but like the, the lads, he's he done great for the club, but in terms of me as a young lad trying to come through, you probably look at me thinking, he's not fitter now lads, he's nowhere near as big as them. no, no time. like so. I got a couple of appearances here and there, like, last five-minute job, but I never, I, I always kind of thought, I'm not going to get
1: in there. Was he, always, was he the type that would always blame young lads, always hammer young lads, instead of having to go to the older boys?
2: No, because he never really gave that many young lads a chance, he, I don't think, he, he just didn't have the trust in the young lads, that he could actually trust them to do what he wanted to do, which is fair enough, because, listen, he got them into the Premier League and done unbelievable, and he's done it his way, but... um. I well, we couldn't say anything bad about him, it about on, but it's just in terms of me as a young lad, the way four season had gone, I think it could really kick on. I think it did halt progress a little bit.
1: I heard uh, James B. said that he stuck the nut on him, didn't he? Did you ever see anything like that with it's Like, could he go mental?
2: He can lose the head, alright. Yeah, I remember Daryl Russell once losing the head and going head to head them with the training on Just said then, no nut, never came, but he did. He went head to head them with the training ground. Uh... What? Was that one? <laughs> no, he took the head off yeah. <laughs> there. Yeah, no. I always thought that hat was glued to his head, mate. Yeah, I think he has a couple of them, just in case <laughs> one no, needs a wash. But, uh yeah, <laughs> now we uh, also lost the head once. I think can't remember too many. he would have a go at people, like, but there are many more older experienced lads. You wouldn't really come at a young lad much on that side of. It. Uh, so, what point did you know that your Stoke here was done? Probably when I. Whereas we were going to Inverness, and he called me before pre season and said, Listen, um, Inverness wants you to go going to Denmark and you want you to have a go and see if you have a fancy go for it alone for them. And I actually, at the time, thought, Don't know where Inverness is. I was like, No, I have said no. And he called me back, and then he goes, Oh no, like they really want you to just go and have a look, see what you think, get some football. Your chance is going to be limited here. And I don't know, the guy me my head say, so I'm just going to have me head down, and go going a force way into this team. And we just spent six million or something dead kits some, And he's literally gone, no you're not going to play here like basically get out know, he's like they want you go and I think the basic reason was we literally just signed kids, and I think they got the uh, Austria trip pre-season planned and I think he basically wanted my bed for Dave kids because he got a room so I thought we don't need him yeah. we give Kitson another ginger get one out one in As, uh, did you ever get to meet kitten no he took me bed that was really... Cenk, he has, he has the only is. he is a secret footballer isn't he? Yeah, I don't know, that's it. I never looked much into that much like, but yeah, apparently,
1: um apparently he's he's real the one, all right. Right, so next mate, obviously you're Dublin, you're then at Stoke. What did you think when you first arrived in Inverness?
2: Well unfortunately, the Denmark I went straight I, met, I flew up to Edinburgh and met the man and I ended up jumping on a flight with just a gaffer, Craig and yeah, just to tell what ends up instead of plane heading over to Denmark so I went no, wait there. a minute, just you and the manager on a plane, the other players? the flight started so you have to hang you had to hang back the flight in the walk so he was like oh know if so you end up paying an extra I don't know what it was to get an extra flight but it was like this little thingy playing like just me and him up the front of us sitting there trying to talk to Craig. Oh um, no yeah that, but uh, the boy, to the be fair the boys were all brilliant in um, oh, there and
1: wait sorry I can't go by that was it, how awkward is that flight man because I could not imagine
2: that <laughs> yeah I tried to sit on the opposite side of the plane but there's literally the two series we just stuck beside each other. <laughs> After the first five minutes of chat, I was kind of like, did oh, yeah. <laughs> I wish I had the beats back then? to stick the beats on and go to sleep. But, uh,
1: oh, mate, that is brutal, man. I actually couldn't get any worse. What, what did you what, see the first five minutes? Was it just football chat or uh?
2: I can't even remember. Yeah, I think it was. with basic basically football chat, chatting about people we knew. And then after that, I was like, oh, right, what do we talk about here?
1: How long How long was the
2: flight? It wasn't too bad. It was only like Edinburgh to Denmark. I think it was only about an hour or so. But uh, yeah. I we went to Jackson, and locked me up in the toilet for half an hour. <laughs>
1: <laughs> go for a shite for a half an hour just so you don't need to speak to the manager. Amazing. Uh, and then you met the boys. Great set of lads up there, good dressing room you said, was
2: Brilliant, it was brilliant. Like was Great, I went over there because my uh, folks, and got, when they were on holidays, and they were like, "Oh, we have got to Denmark, you just want to watch a game. So they went to watch one of the games, but I was out that no, you had a night out. I mean, Wait, your tri-
1: mum and dad went over to Denmark for pre-season?
2: Yeah, they they the busiest were, mum and dad of the locked room, isn't it? I mean, wanted to go. My dad was going to watch the game. Yeah, so he went, they went over and watched the game. Like, my dad used to go to all the games. So uh, he went, they flew over. We had a night out then, and we were in there at the karaoke bar. And the was like, get your man and dad. I was like, I'm like, what? Get me, man dad. I was like, get him out. So they ended up coming along to the karaoke bar. We are all locked in the karaoke bar. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but we, your mum and dad are hanging a out with the boys? Yeah, bring your folks to the, the night out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry
1: you've had that pre-season, eh? <laughs> I <think I'm>, uh, <laughs>
2: Did your mum get was... up and sing? No, she didn't. <laughs> not a chance, I don't think I even got up and sing.
1: See, on that first night of the outruns, who was the madman? Ian Black. Is he, no, is he not too bad on the out, Blackie? Yeah, no, Blackie's alright,
2: yeah. Uh, who else did uh, he? I'm trying to think, Ryan Essam was the man. Just how so loud. You know, West, don't you? like he's just so loud. You wouldn't even need to do a call with him. You just ring him over the phone like, and just do it like that. He's, he's so loud like, and he's just lively. Like, and I know who else was there? I don't think Big Tokely would have been there. Selene's made to- What's he like? Selene slaughters him, didn't he? No, the, oh, I yeah. no, was going to say, i It's funny in it Tokes because dogs have this reputation as being a big hard man, doesn't he? So, But in training, like, he used to leave a bit on him. The lads could wind up, he used to leave a bit on him. So if he's clipping down the line, he run and hit him a little. And you get up and Maybe after you for the next 20 minutes like, fucking do it. Go and any other you know body company would be trying to elbow would be trying to smash you <laughs> <So, laughs> that's the one, the one just leaving the little ones on him every now and again and he actually done uh, he actually done the gaffer one day Craig Bruce I came in after one of the games it was a Monday morning or something after the game and he's doing a bit of like analysis on the game and he says yeah looking back at the game the goal folks think it's your man like and probably talking not my man he's like yeah no he's like your man's like not my man they end up having a bit of a bang like having a go easily. he's like not my fucking man so he goes into training and Brew used to still get involved in the 5 sides so, so uh, ball comes in Brew takes it down Toast comes in absolutely goes through on my man, not messing with Bruce, so actually done like a flip and lands on his back and all the boys like oh no just bounced up head, hurry, and got on with it but it's it the funniest thing I was saying it's like oh no it really ended him <laughs> did Brewster get him back? <laughs> just got on with it just bounced up got on with
1: it <laughs> nah the gaffer, you can't be having that eh PDC would have done it to you but yeah <laughs> Oh mate he, 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 he joined in five or six but he actually would smash you man <laughs> we'll come to that madman, in a while mate uh, I need to ask you, about Blackie, like, how angry can he get?
2: Yeah, I've played a few, he's definitely up there, I've played a few angry lads in the time, but yeah, he was just so moody at times on the pitch, he like, didn't give him the ball and stuff, and you yeah, oh, always just thought there was a red card around the corner, didn't you? He's a good lad, <laughs> like, you had him on yeah. here, didn't you? I uh, we've him on here as well, mate, he was really good yeah. eh, then. Lucky, like, but yeah, you literally just saw a red card
1: waiting right to happen. Because yeah, he told us that he had a bad relationship with Brewster, do you remember him and Brewster going at it
2: together? Not really, I remember having a few rails at each other but nothing bad. I can't really remember them two. I can't ever remember them having been like a team between them. I do remember having a pop at each other, but I just thought that was his like blacky character was you'd have a go back and Braille would lose the head and, and that. But no, I don't remember him having um, much of a like a, a thing like How was Bristol as a manager? So he did quite well there did he? Well, we were brilliant when he was when he was there because he, he left around January at the time I think because we were down near the bottom I think we were at second bottom but I actually, I actually liked him the culture was decent he was good his training was good just, it, well, it just wasn't happening on the pitchers at the time um, I actually felt a bit bad for him because he, he isn't such a nice guy like, um, mm-hmm. I felt bad that he got sacked but it wasn't. I don't think it was down to his culture so I think it was just the fact that the lads at the, at the time we were on a bad run One
1: uh, of your best seasons scored six goals
2: Yeah, decent that eh? <laughs> <In
1: tremor. laughs> why is that What is the team no suited to your style of play at that point
2: no, no no yeah we're down fighting the bottom end of the table we weren't creating a whole lot of chances and I wouldn't be one for going by people and creating my own chances would I so uh, yeah no, Wait, I have you think... ever done a step over Huh? have you ever I done think... a step over uh, I think I done one when I was 12 <laughs> um, yeah no I think yeah I think I'd, I'd being in and out of the team I played a four few games and then I think uh, Gary Wood got in as well and Andrew Barron was there as well so we okay, were all kind of rotated none of us ever really got a proper run in the team I don't think and we weren't creating that many chances and as you know we need to ball in the box and stuff so yeah I think I finished the season as top scorer with six goals <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's terrible wasn't it uh,
2: yeah. do you not
1: mind having to go down and play in the first division now, or were you raging?
2: I do see Terry Butcher remember, came in um, and they weren't having me Well, what was it? Not a force. no, when he came in, he brought Richie Ford in, and um, he was playing like Richie and Dougie Emery up front ahead of me, Like I was sitting on the bench, I didn't, I didn't feature a whole lot in that fourth season, and then we went down, I remember we all had meetings at the end of the season, and I went in, said, listen, we're going to have to score a lot of goals here up next season, make sure you're fit and ready, and you're going to need all your goals to help get us back into this league, and I left the meeting, and I kind of thought, barely played me the last few weeks, like, um strange actually didn't want to keep me I was half thinking you're gonna get rid of me. Then I rang the agent about an hour later and said, um yeah had a meeting we got recent like next year and he's like, Yeah, I spoke to him as well. He said, get a few quid for you, let you go <laughs> So uh yeah and then even the set of the next season I think we didn't play a whole lot I think it was around September, October time before I actually got into the team I played more than at home banging a hat trick and ever since then I was in every team. Like you no know, got on great with we after but yeah for a few months he just Whatever it was, man, managers have drawn opinions of players. He obviously didn't think he'd see it was what we needed to, to fight a relegation scrap.
1: Man, I need to ask you, I heard you seen it? Doogie Emery and Richie Foran up front—that must be the angriest front line of all time.
2: Ah yes, exactly, man. And Richie would have battered would <laughs> Richie, angry yeah, all the time. Would they fight each other all the time? Richie and Mal, and everyone, Richie and Mal, and everyone in and If Richie played it, it's quite a guy. But, uh, yeah, now he was an angry one up top. Doug used to run around all over time to do where he wanted used to run everywhere, like, trying to shoot him 40, 50 yards. Like. But, mate, Richie i used to bang people, didn't he? Ah, oh, yeah, he tried to take me and Johnny Hayes Because we were, like, at, like in training one day, um, me, Johnny and Richie obviously got on great. Once we started playing together, like, the three of us in front was the main three lads in front. Like, we used to have a great understanding. But we'd kick around golf and everything out of training. But in training one day, so 50-50s come between me and Richie. And Richie looks just got through by some training. Like, the ball was 81, he wasn't pulling out. And I said, like, elbows and all, he used his body. So I thought, he's going to fucking smash me here. So I've gone in for a slid. And he's kind of half-pulled over. And he, I've got up, and he's gone like, fucking like that. I thought we were a mate, right? the next one, I'm thinking, oh, Jesus. No. <laughs> he spent the next five minutes following me around in the 5 side. side <laughs> He's playing centre-back on one stage, right? And he went above it up the air, he's going to hit me elbows. He's, to... he's brilliant, like... Yeah. Uh, he took Johnny out around the hip one day Johnny said something to him he have a little argument he's literally come in hit point nearly wiped him out too. If you, you would have killed Johnny if you had it in like, him Johnny's his head off, like. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah he, I, don't,
1: I don't have a B licence for it to for he was my partner yeah. was like we 14 year old kids that were runners for us and he was absolutely <laughs> slaughtering them mate. like <laughs> you get you should get him on here as well that's you a good shout actually uh, what a guy but but he was the the Inverness boys loved a a, a baby. But eh?
2: uh, yeah, it wasn't that much to do up there. Like, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. quite nice. But, you know, it's a great place to live. Like, but well, you basically it's a good atmosphere. You go to uh, around the club, the boys just get on great and good dressing room because there was nothing else to do. We'd finish training and boys we would be sitting like me, six or seven lads every day going for coffees together or going playing for a game of golf or wherever. And then during the week, I think there was a little like, club during the week. you go Tuesday sessions and stuff like that. Um, but there was nothing else. We'd do was poker. we play poker in the pub on a Wednesday and Thursday night to a tournament. So lads are always out to get us socialising. I wouldn't say it was a mad drinking crew. Like there was a few boys who liked it. who liked the beer, but not really. like does not really during the week every four games. It was mainly at weekends. Like
1: yeah,
2: uh, I need to ask you best Terry Butcher story. Must have a good Terry Butcher
1: story. Come on, everyone does. I
2: think I'll tell Butcher stories. are him telling us the stories that he done, hey, he told me once he came into the hips game. He said, Fucking rage and didn't want to lose the head. Said he came in, picked up this box of cans that was on the ground. He said he's going to, he's uh, heading his head, he's going to launch at the lads. So he went to throw it that. And as he threw it, all the cans fell out of the back of it. And so he said, He went to kick one of the cans. He said, he got stuck around his foot and he was hopping around the dressing around with a can stuck to his foot. He was glassed though, because he. he when he is by the time he came to Inverness, he used to say, Lads, I'm different now. I don't want to be like I used to lose the head. I'd be coming in and I'd be kicking lumps out, ice, smashing things up. I don't want to do that. But he'd go through the game as he was talking and you could tell he's just building and building. He'd be like, he'd go Yeah, lads, we have to be better. He's like, Remember, but it starts with you. Remember that tackle you pulled out, and then you didn't win the head on, and you missed that yeah. And next of all, he'd be punching the tactics board, and he'd be kicking, launching bottles and things. He picked up a pair of the ones, right? Smashed it on the ground and it dripped my over of his faces, and it was literally using him on his face, and the ink was all over his face and dripping down. All the legs they like was dripping off him on his nose, and he not touch his nose and using his face, screaming. You can just see it and they dripping off his <laughs> <the> nose. <laughs> he was it. Uh, he was like you thought the canyon was bad, smashing things up. Butcher was a different level. Like. Well, who? What was Butcher scarier in the canyon? Yeah, well, that's why when the lad said the canyon, was not so you're thinking. I thought Butcher would head put you. Like, he would throw his head at you and stop just before you think now. Nah. <laughs> Like Tikenia kind of wasn't as bad as Butcher in that level. He was. Butcher was nuts. Like he was a great guy. though, very funny. Like what
1: I've heard, he's funny. Was it just one liners in there? Yeah, he just uh, pop our dad jokes.
2: <laughs> 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 I'm into all that. I like No, he was a funny guy. But, like everyone in the stadium would hear him if he, when he went on a mad a after game. Like because it was such a small stadium, they could just hear him. Like he'd come out on the family. Like you all nuts. Like yeah, he could hear everything throughout the stadium.
1: <laughs> did, he have
2: that, did he have like one player who would always get it? Uh, not really, no. He didn't. We had, we had a lad come in from, um, I think we I think he trained at Rangers called Gale. He was, was a Israeli lad and he wasn't a big fan of him. I remember <laughs> I remember he used to get him quite often trying because he pulled out tackles and that he used to be on his case quite a bit. But he wasn't too bad. But him, to be fair, 30 4 3 they were good. They were good, crack. Like he scored got 26 goals and the team won the league comfortably. Cause Terry, Terry Butcher's style
1: probably suits you, isn't it? It's
2: all about getting the ball in the box. Yeah, well that was it. He wasn't one for just like passing around the back, and I. He thought wanted to play, effective football. And we had, we had good. We had Richie. Richie used to play off the left. We'd kick onto him. He'd win everything in the air. And he, Richie's very good at getting balls in the box. Then Johnny on the other side, he'd be just going by for fun and putting balls in. So had a great understanding. It just connected. Sometimes you go to clubs and just walk straight and that settled sort of me down to the ground. I would get constant balls, and I got a bit of confidence behind me. have to score a few goals and. And then kicked on. But yeah, I think we were, I want to say we were 15 points behind Dundee come January that season. And I think we won the league where we were 12. Like, we went on some mad run and we, just, we were just confident behind this momentum.
1: I remember playing against Johnny Hayes when he was a kid at Ireland. Same, we were similar ages squatting and Ireland. He was, he was frightening me. Did you, did you, she, how did he end up at Inverness? Because he was better than that, wasn't he? He went to, was it Leicester, was it? No, oh, Reading. He went
2: to Reading. And I think, uh, he probably said himself, I don't think he had a great attitude at that I I think he used to like, he's got a couple of lads there, I think he used to like going for there and that. And then he picked a few injuries and had a bit of a lounge spell that didn't walk out. And I don't know how he ended up up there, but i not too sure. But it worked out great for me because he's been breathing for my really. career. Mate,
1: he was fighting in Inverness,
2: wasn't he? For five minutes, he wasn't fit. He'd play for, <laughs> run up the bench and run by six people, cross the ball, and then you get man the match for that one run, and you wouldn't be up for another 25 minutes because you're still breathing It with Ersk. Crazy. <laughs> right. He was. I used to say to him, I used to have rows tell him, at night, like, you know, we'd few drinks and we'd be chatting and the same I'd be like, get your, like, hop onto yourself, like, look after yourself more and look after yourself. And he'd be flying, like, you're way too good for this level. Mm. And he'd be going, like, oh, no, 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 and then. But he was like, I think he knew he was better than that level and could do it without having to do all the other side of the game. Which, uh, yeah. what was it just a bad diet and got to it too much? Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't say he'd gone out too much, he'd like to know you out and that, but just, yeah, just in that direction, the gym and that, and he's just trying to sit around with coffees and stuff, he wouldn't really push himself to what he could be, uh, and and his diet, like I used to be around the back of me and my missus and him and another lad, Lee Cox, who be around the back of us, he used to fancy a steak, and we yeah, come around, me and missus go around to his house for a steak, and he'd be like, can you cook the steak for us? Uh, like, <laughs> he literally go around to cook for him. Like. <laughs> 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 yeah. What is that? Was Lee, did you
1: see Lee Cox was you? Coxie, yeah? Mate, he was, man, he was he was miles off at Coxie, wasn't he? Funny lad, you see his dinner every night and then opening boxes of Jaffa cakes every single night. He'd open a box of Jaffa
2: cakes after dinner and just sit there and eat them. But <laughs> you know, he's like, just a habit. <laughs> a funny. Cool box every night. <laughs> he is not. Coxie is one of the best lads I've met in football You've played That Mate, was funny, like. Remember
1: his first day, he drove into, he drove into Swindon, right? And we, uh, we see his car come in, it was his very first day with turned signed this guy Lee Cox. So we were all standing at the front door at Swindon and he drive past like anyone would go waver at Coxie drove past, looked out his window and then this us. Yeah, that's Coxie, <Gutsy>, all right. Who the fuck's this guy, man?
2: Coxie's brilliant. What a guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, man, you He had a big massive awesome, business with Butcher one day. Actually, you remember I came to the push match, Butcher was actually like, literally pushed him off this pitch, like he wouldn't go off the pitch. I think Coxie had, had a mountain about a decision or something. Butcher told him to basically well, go inside, and uh, Coxie no, no, I want to stay, I want to stay. And Butcher came on the bridge and left your middle and him, and shoving, just kept shoving on And Coxie was like, and uh, now what Coxie's like, he could lose the head. And like, I thought he put Butcher on the back and he hits him because like, he's a handy lad, yeah. and like, he's gonna smack him here. But yeah, basically he got shoved off the pitch by Terry Butcher. <laughs> so, yeah, what a guy! I forgot you meant to swing the next one.
1: No, no i was like, like, just saying you mentioned. These- I thought I heard his name. there What about like for <laughs> pranks in the dressing room and that? Because Coxie was he was into that as well, wasn't he?
2: And um, I'm trying to think. Uh, we re- wasn't really one of them. We do, we do say things like, but there wasn't really any mess. And the like coxie was. Um, he was only young still. Like when he came to international, he was a funny lad. But he still on young, so he wouldn't have been running the dressing room or anything like that. But uh, now he's just he was just a funny lad, like.
1: Brilliant. Uh, right, mate. Even in the top, you couldn't score. scoring 21 goals. Uh, what was it different about your game last season compared to your first in the Premiership? Are you confident.
2: Yeah, I think it's just confidence the team the way we we're playing. The team was confident, Now we we're we we're getting the ball wide and we we're getting in the box and right after the season had the year before, we felt more than confident getting the end of stuff. Had a good understanding with Richie and uh, and Johnny. Um, wasn't just them it wasn't just the three us obviously, but we had a good understanding which helps. It's kinda of like when I we went to Aberdeen with, with Noel and Johnny had a good understanding. It's just it's just natural really. Um yeah, banging a lot of goals and had a good season.
1: was well, that the pet shit? What is it, Terry Butcher calls it Quality Street?
2: <laughs> yeah, Real well Night, yeah. Quality Street the first, I to <laughs> yeah, have that one. Um Yeah, you just get the ball up there. And, Wait, we... Quality Street then, what area is Quality Street in between the full back and the centre half? Yeah, just just in that 18 yard box there. Just in there, that's where you want it, yeah. And, and what's he with what Terry Butcher, brings? Was
1: it in the, did he not want you to pass the ball? Was it just get the ball forward and go and play for there?
2: Well, uh, No, he just wanted to play effective football like, He didn't want to just like, pass around the back Like if, that, if you're winning the game That he wants you to manage And keep the ball and stuff like that But in general He didn't want I don't think he wanted the lads To just be knocking the ball around the back For the sake of it I don't think he fully trusted That we'd, we'd keep hold of it I remember we signed um, I can't remember the lads name now um, From I think he came from Arsenal Originally the left back French lad And he came in and he first day We were doing like, you know you do, like Shape possession 11 by 11 Run into the end zone so it's first day he gets the ball and he, instead of clipping it into the channel he tries to reverse the ball inside and butcher stops he goes, Oh yeah, no no like, just when you get here, channel. He's like, he's like the chase, he's like he'll be making a run just the channel. Next time he gets it, reverses it inside again, but then literally this lad is in the door five like, the fuck are you doing, he's like, put the ball in the channel, you won't play for me. <laughs> but like yes, yeah, so he wanted to get the ball up the pitch and then go play from there, but funny like lads trying to play up in the back.
1: <laughs> oh, I love that man. Uh, 21 goals, mate. As I said, you must have had a few teams, don't you? At your ends.
2: Yeah, well, actually, I spoke to Hibs in the um, transfer window mid season. I'd come down and seen the training ground because, The, the awesome. manager, there, sorry? he was the manager of Hibs Hello. Told him we it. Would, okay. He was there, so uh, I went down there and showed me around for the training ground. Some setup you have there, by the way. Um, all the stadium And spoke to him About signing They wanted me to Kind of sign a pre-contract And then he said If we sign a pre We'll try and buy it Because he'll be coming anyway And it just didn't feel right I kind of wanted to Finish the season off Because we were going well With Inverness I thought I kind of want to see this out And then I thought Well I'll still have the option Here in the summer If I, if I back myself To go and do well For the rest of the season So yeah Seeing out there Inverness wanted to keep holding me And actually I, just had, I kind of had in my head That I fancy getting Back down to England And giving him a go what was Butcher saying to you when you
1: were not signing a new deal? Was he all right with you or was he, was he on you? It's
2: like, no, he was actually killed. Grand, yeah. He obviously wanted me to sign, but he said, listen, compared to other budgets and stuff and, and the level we can probably go to um, in terms of as a team, like we can probably only go so much. We're not going to be winning cups and winning leagues and stuff. And we probably, we can just have this will be it. Like this will be our level, battling it out and trying to fight for the top six. Um, Obviously, he went on to win a cup then. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, we wanted to keep me. The offered me a good deal to be fair for Vanessa but um, I think he came out and said it was the best deal the club was ever offered. front I don't think it was, now <laughs> Because when I signed my contract originally, they gave me the wrong contract by mistake. And I opened up, this isn't my contract. I can't say whose contract it was, but I was like, because not my money. They told me you was top earner. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I this, uh, thank you how much bullshit team
1: club's talk to you, man. Yeah, yeah top earner. Yeah, this, like, this isn't my name. I was like, what was it? And I
2: looked on the phone like, and I was like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no So, uh, no, uh, listen, I loved it I, uh, That was the most enjoyable time in football Was it? That was time, it? Uh, most enjoyable time in football in the north. Not completely, but up to that time I'd never really, like, I'd had a good four seasons at Stoke and enjoyed that But then I'd been out on loan at Yeovil for a couple of months I'd been alone at Berry Chesterfield And I was like, yeah And then I'd, then I'd really set after that four seasons I'd really enjoy him. Settled up in in Vanessa, a good group of lads, I had friends around the place and thought, yeah, I really enjoy my football here. But I was still on the year and wanted to try and get back down and, and try and have a crack at it.
1: What a time I had, a purple patch, so six months before your contacts so up. You must have been a yeah. funny-signed young man. Um, <laughs> when did you first hear them? There was a couple of clubs down in England asking him, um, "Crawley he was actually the
2: first one. Steve Evans they, Steve Evans yeah they were at the time they were up and coming league too I think they, were, they had plans to try and get up into the championship and stuff and they've been on the phone a bit but I heard me, I just said listen Birmingham might be in and Cardiff I think it was Maggie McCoy I think it was the manager and um, Cleach was the manager of Birmingham at the time so kind of to be fair Steve Evans flew over to Dublin I met him in Dublin, hey, over
0: Dublin.
2: He flew over I met him in the, in the airport there met him and his assistant in the airport I had a chat with them they thought about their plans for the club and where they wanted to go? And then they said, oh, "I just didn't feel right." So after the champ, I the Championship here. Even if I'm not going to play, I have to go and give it a bash and try and force myself into that level. Like, um,
1: oh, probably were playing a fortune to wouldn't They, they were would paying a fortune at that time.
2: Yeah, a big budget for that big. Yeah. So like, we wanted to go though and try and have a crack in the championship? I thought it was an option. Um, and then the Birmingham thing was there, and then those Cardiff were interested as well. So. I spoke to Malcolm McCoy but I think at the time they just signed um, was it Goody or Kenny, Kenny McLean well, not Kenny McLean sorry Kenny Miller I think he just signed I was talking and being after David Goodwill at the time I think they were looking in the, the rumours where he was signing there and I thought the only of million for him So I'm Kenny Miller realistically I'm way down the pecking order here I thought being just coming out of the Premiership to have a big overhaul and there'll be chances there there might be chances to get in as a third choice striker or something unfortunately in that way so but I was meant to sign for him the day before McLeish um, resigned, so I was meant to fly over on the Monday morning. Got a call on Sunday night saying McLeish resigned, and I "Gone." I thought he thought it was going to be I was like, Steve Evans somewhere. <laughs> yeah, Steve Evans is meant to be a character. How was he mean? Uh,
1: yeah, he's going to 2018. He's talking
2: about Vegas and all this. Like, all oh, lads trips to Vegas You oh, get promoted. Just went to Vegas and then. No, I hate to play football now, but not seemed like a way, like you know, but yeah, no, he's good, well, he's obviously passionate, isn't he? Like he's really, real hyper and all he's a uh-huh. chap. But um yeah, seeing. I might have to go the other here. I'll have to have to go back there. See, um, so did Chris Hootin
1: just say I'll, I'll continue the deal, I want to take you anyway.
2: Yeah, he said it wasn't dead and he went to the hair and he um, he watched it done, done a bit like a presentation thing on me I think in terms of the player I was and stuff and goals and stuff scored and I think he watched and uh, he said yeah no, he wanted to still go ahead with it he still wanted to sign me so then it, was a couple of, it got delayed a couple of weeks but I ended up eventually going over managing the sign
1: they have just been relegated mate there was a massive clear out of players was it a weird atmosphere around the place at that time?
2: Kind of yeah because there was like a lot of lads were as you said they were on their way out but um there's still a lot of big names at that club, like and I think half of them were kinda thinking they'd be gone within the next week or two and half them were thinking I'm not getting out of here, so I'm just gonna to have to get back into the Premier battling through. Like I think Bar- I was on pre season with Barry Ferguson, I think he was gone at the time. I think it was out golfing him the day he got a phone call say, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember where he went to. But I think I'm pretty yeah, sure well, you were a- golfing you were golfing with Barry Ferguson when he got the phone call. So yeah, we were going around. I can't remember the team so I remember being on the course and he was there and I remember just taking a phone call and he literally came back said to one of the boys, like um Oh and yeah, no, this is I'm out I, mean, I don't think yes, he actually finished the trip out. I'm not sure he even finished the round though. No. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he was gone soon after. But like Ben Foster was there, and um, Scott Dan, he went on. There's a lot. Roger Johnson there's loads The lads there who are moved on, like big turn around the players. Who is there Did you get to tune one the, the big names? Yeah, yeah, I was trained there for the first few weeks. Like was, they, they, they all took a couple a month or two before they were gone. You know, but there's still a lot there. Like Stephen Carr was there. it was like Chris Board oh, was there he's probably one of the best players I've ever had he, hell he never got a move after that season
1: he's, he's flying there wasn't he he uh-huh.
2: did come from Cardiff and I think he scored like 14 goals and got like 20 assists or something he was outrageous how good he was that the and thought he'd be gone next year to the Premier because he never moved Like he's actually flying again now he might be like move now well,
1: 35,
2: 36 I think
1: he is um, <clears throat> did you have the pleasure of being on the receiver end uh, Fergie battering
2: you no, nah, because it was only pre-season, but I got that, I got that vibe off him, all right. <laughs> I think he'd be an angry man, yeah. Was he on the boys, yeah? No, he wasn't too bad, because I think he knew he was going as well, so he probably wasn't too harsh, but you could he tell, just, he just doesn't look like a happy man, does he? He never looks happy. Like. <laughs> but there was, some, there was a couple of lads there that had like, that would, like, on the pitch would be angry people. Like. Who else? Uh, Marlon King was there. he was, oh, obviously in he there. was a screwball, Marlon King. I was scared of him one of them you thought should have squared it. him? you think if I don't do it, Messi is going to kill me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of couple of lads who are my opinions of themselves, and they they let you know if you
1: you've done it wrong. Like Many big players, man, that's what they like it, huh? right? Another big player, mate, who was on seventy bags a week in the championship. We Paul Caddy said he was a hero as well. Big Ziggy, what was he like?
2: Brilliant guy, yeah, brilliant guy, yeah. It was uh, he, he just because of the way it was going at the club I think they were trying to they're trying to get rid of him at the time and they wanted him off the wage because obviously he's on a mad deal like they just wanted him out but he was just so happy like he'd come in the morning he'd like he thought they were really starting to piss him about or mess about with him he'd be like oh ankle's a bit stiff today and he'd go in and sit in the physio room for the day and be like he's going to treat me like it? I'll just milk it like. but then I used to was a, at the training round there was a plunge bell and a jacuzzi and just room. I used to just always go in after trying to sit in the jacuzzi for 20 minutes and every day he'd be just in there lying back. Just lying back there talking about life and like, he's like, ah, oh, i really, like, family settled here. And I was like, yeah, no, no, they want me to go, but no, no, I like it here, Like, I like the club. <laughs> so
1: I'm 70 bags of each sitting in the jacuzzi, man.
2: Yeah, he was, he was actually, he's actually, It is a lovely guy. i You met him, like, in the shade, he'd be delighted to see him in chat. Was he a good player? for 70 grand a week in the championship and uh, <laughs> he was tall yeah <laughs> like he oh. was <laughs> yeah like uh, he's be fair he banged in four once against Leeds I think it was the I think it was the day that, it was must to be in the, the deadline day mid-season or something and we played Leeds away <laughs> and he banged in four right he was unbelievable and I think everyone thought he you pushing for a move a late middle fair, <laughs> but he was <laughs> but it's just, it's, he, just, he just didn't look arson and trying that sometimes but it's just, he made up for 20-something million, I think, before that as well. He made up for massive money, you know. He put balls in the box, you got to score, I like... The feet were actually as, as, as good as you'd hope for, but like when you think of John Parkin, his feet were brilliant. cuz yeah. he is on 70 grand a week and he wouldn't have the same imagine, scale as John.
1: Imagine the size of the big man on 70 grand a week, Big Parkin.
2: Oh, wow. <laughs> he could be big, all
1: right. <laughs> I mean, you're still playing in Europe as well, in the Championship. How weird was that, being in the like, Championship and then playing in Europe
2: on a Thursday night? Well, it was it was a great season actually, because like I think we played sixty two games that season. We um we were in Europe obviously but we had like FA Cup. I think we took Chelsea to a replay, Wolves to a replay, so now I think the other League Cup we had a good run in with the Europa League end with the qualifiers to get into it and then we had the end the group stages and it was literally we travel Wednesday, play to us, they'd travel back towards night, we'd be off, we'd travel Saturday for a game Sunday and you hardly ever trend how have you actually ever trained you're probably and you know, all the training was in the days after the lads were recovering they were playing again and you'll have just doing little games and keeping themselves taking over it was actually a great season because you didn't have to worry about war and sessions it right? was just it yeah. was awesome games
1: season flies in as well when you're playing games with a team how big a club is Birmingham massive it, it, is is it massive. The Zulus. is it the Zulu's the fans what what's the fans called the Zulu's no Maybe it is. You could be, you could be catching
2: me I'm sure there's
1: a, mad, there's a mad
2: section, of fans called the Zo, isn't that? Maybe um, yeah, no, it's a huge club, you know, everywhere you are out city that it, yeah, it, 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 it's a massive club and it's obviously had a tough time lately, but I'm sure it's there's definitely support there to get it back up to where it could be, you know. Who's harder, Richie Foran or Marlon King? I fancy Richie. Richie's a madman. Richie? Richie's a, yeah, Richie's a madman, yeah. Richie's nuts. Richie, wow. like, you, you put Richie down, you, you're going to have to keep him down. He's not you getting back up. <laughs> wait, uh, up.
1: Wait, did you ever see Marlon King properly like, go, go for something, though?
2: Uh, no, I remember having a real all right with Derek. He was the assistant to Lee Clark in the second year. They were having a bit of a shouting match, and all the boys that literally outside in the analysis realm. And it must have been about five, ten minutes, and everyone was just outside the door listening in, like a screaming match going on, thinking this is going to come to blows. Because Faz would have been a hardy fella himself. Yeah. I Definitely come to blows that you know, like, was hanging around the door the like the kids was going, Oops. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, King No I never seen him actually come to blows I know. Does that many have actually come across a football I remember Ricardo Fuller took a few out in <laughs> at Stoke, alright?
1: No way, tell us that come on, Ricardo feels a monster.
2: Was it John Eustace I think he might have done two? I think it was John Eustace, happy. think a sweeney dropped in trend. Rick like again, Jamaica felt lovely bloke, but when he lost his head, just to avoid him. If he was doing possession games right now, he kicked him or something he lost his head he'd just go in this like he was a beast literally a beast and he'd go through boys. and I remember someone had it I think it was Peter Swing he had a gone one day and he just had to <laughs> dropped him. I remember one of the games actually I think it was it was a Luton. Could have been Luton I was in the stands I was watching was fourth season I think him and or oh, second season maybe and him and Big mama with were up front and um I think it was a throw in and I think Rick was in front of him and a man stood in his heel and Rick's pushed him and the refs uh, sent Rick off, and Rick's like, never read, kindly. he just gave him a little push because like, your man stood in the back of his heel, got sent off, so he went in, I think he, the, the rumour is he went up to the players' lounge, about 20 minutes later, this boy, the, Rick push, absolutely goes through a man in the corner, straight red, he's off as well, so the boy and uh, one of the lads off young know, that wasn't involved went up to the players' lounge, and I think Rick basically said, what are you doing, like play acting, and that. and then your mum was giving him a bit, and I think that he told Rick to show up, and, so, the police in Hong I think, after this game, <laughs> they've come down. Rick's come down, No, on the short. two wild needed stitches. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, he banged him in the players' lounge.
2: Yeah, no, that's the oh, rumours. These are only rumours, of course. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll Rick, Rick, yeah, he, he I'd actually take Rick over Richie. Yeah, Ricardo Fuller will take Rick.
1: Ricardo Fuller played up it here, didn't he?
2: he. I think he started <laughs> yeah? yeah. his, his fee without rage. I remember we signed him. And he just looked like he just looked stiff and down. beside signed him, and I so What's it? I'd never really heard him before. I What's this lad we've signed? Like, I don't know what he's like. Because I was trying to push him back into the team. And next of all, like, he gets the ball and train and And he's chopping lads on the goal line, like three bar four of them at a time, chopping them and then dinking it over the key. And I thought, His feet are outrageous. But he was, he was, he was, he was classic. Nah, he was a player, mate.
1: Uh, right back to Birmingham. You scored the winner be Maribor. That must have been some buzz, mate, getting your first goal in
2: Europe. Yeah, clash yeah. Um I think me and Big Ziggy were up top actually that day. I think Nate and Redmond got a Seventy
1: one thousand pounds uh wages up front.
2: About <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. I think it was on one fifty maybe. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, Redmond got the ball out one, I just remember uh, thinking the defenders will get the Ziggy here with balls from the box. He Nate Redmond done a little step over some it, and just remember scoring. Yeah, it's great post to score thing goal if Oh was Redmond there, huh? Eh? Yeah, yeah, he was coming through as a young lad there and he started to break in and get a few games. How was he, you mate? Was I like Redmond, I he's a good player. at that age, he had a bit, you know. He could tell he was very good, he was very confident. I think he was getting frustrated even in that fourth year that he wasn't playing more. I think he was backing himself that much, you know. But every day after training, train, like, he'd have a couple of lives to stay because it was brilliant, I had to improve technically. But, like, he'd, he'd be out uh, and Chris Walker stay back to the but every day, Redmond was out practice in his shooting or his free kicks or little step balls and crosses and that. Like, he's a great walker. Like, he was always, always trying to improve him. Very good player. He does seem chirpy as well. <laughs> yeah, he's confident, aren't
1: he? Yeah, I me that. Uh, mate, you scored in the last league game to secure a playoff spot and then an unused sub in the two playoff games. you know raging?
2: Yeah, it's devastating, yeah. But actually, I actually didn't even think of playing that game against Reading. I think they had won the league and uh, it was basically a title party for them. I, know, I actually went to watch a Darren O'Brien in, in Birmingham the night before, but we missed it because so I think I'm not playing. I, I wasn't playing. I didn't. I hadn't got on the game before. I think mean, I'm not getting on here. So he went down to watch a comedy show and came back and then I think Big Z went down injured after ten minutes. And I was t- I was looking around. I think Kingy was on the bench. Someone else on the bench. Maybe Chris Wood if he was still there. Um, and he said, "Oh, God got to get warmed up." I think. I wasn't expecting this. And I came on and Nate Redmond. I think set me up again. scored I think. I think. We, I'm not sure. We won two one or something. Um, but yeah obviously scored I'm thinking no oh, Bulls in here have a chance now for the playoffs and then I think of black pill away um, never go on. I thought right at least home leg, like, if we need goals or will get a chance here and yeah never go on. because we just needed one goal I thought with 10 minutes to go I thought I might get chucked on here making it for yourself something but never even got on the <laughs> have That's you, man he's brilliant to be fair he's probably the best manager I've ever had. Is he? Excellent yeah In close. terms of what rooms in terms of what's setting a team up that. Just everything man management. He managed that season. You now it probably helped out with the amount of games we had, but he managed to keep everyone happy. Got everyone game time. Lads that were on fringe, he'd, he'd keep them involved. Keep getting games somewhere along the way. His, his training was good. He wasn't a shower. You'd, you'd know if he was pissed off or something, but he wasn't like a screamer and that. He just do with things. But well, yeah, no, he, he's excellent. His coaching's very good. He could staff around. He patrols up in Calderwood as well. because I, I refused him obviously, the oh, Calderwood following me down to the assistant he was down there we ended up there together
1: <laughs> Paul Trollope was good as well mate I was going to time for Paul Trollope at Bristol Rovers he was a good manager I liked him nice guy wasn't he great right guy yeah he is
2: very right right. right
1: good. right mate if you say not a schemer and then one comes in Lee Clark how we he man?
2: just didn't just didn't happen for me with him I don't know why, why not? Why not? Well, you know man just have their own opinions he came in he brought a couple of lads in probably just wasn't having me but yeah, I just didn't feel it because like I was going to get a chance there. Um, He brought in a couple of lads, I think all the lads that we knew. He brought, he brought in Darren Ambrose and Love and Crans. Pete came back, Um, he came in. So there was a few lads he brought in and just thought pre-season and that. I only get a, a feeling, you just think, he's not having me here. Um, games, small sort of the games and all that. I'd be playing like 11-11, I'd be like asked to do a job as a sitting midfielder and eleven 11-11 on the second <laughs> game. And <I> thought, like, <laughs> no, like, wait, yeah. you played centre midfield? Like Gary Dartney back there, was <laughs> Here's for you. Hell, I knew I wasn't going to get my stone. Tony Pila suddenly in goals. <laughs> <laughs> no chance. <laughs> nah, yeah. Taylor so what is it. Was like, it? It's only the eleven, and he
1: reads the teams, and you're in goals
2: every day Tom and you so you're 11 v 11 like to set up shape like. and I don't know what happened not sure what the second keeper on I wasn't wasn't hey, that was an improvement I had to stand on the sideline watching the game <laughs> I, was, I was an unused sub up to then <laughs> so I'm standing there and he's like ah oh. so keep it going, and you and he's like ah, I'm doing it fair with you just going to jump guys in yeah great <laughs> yeah I remember I actually did that goal thinking don't think you want to play yet <laughs> <laughs> did you put gloves on it did. Like the canyon that time, you said he jumped in goal. <laughs> Didn't fall a bomb up. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> nah, wait.
1: I need to ask you more about this. So, when you're in goal and <laughs> training, how many goals
2: are in by you? Admire? I know, because you used to stop it once you get to a certain part. So, so, <laughs> but later just spin and go off. I just remember thinking to myself, yeah, so I need to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> did,
1: you ever, ever, did you ever need to make a save?
2: Nah, not in on that one, though. No. It's just literally, you just walk through a shape and you used to just walk up to a certain <laughs> section of the pitch and then you bring it back and start there again. like so, uh, oh,
1: yeah, I said, him. So, him. <laughs> And then defensive midfield's
2: Willie really Clark. Yeah, and it's thought, uh, Yeah, I don't think he's had me up front here. So, uh, yeah, no, I didn't play much pre-season. A couple of games, he put a couple of young lads on ahead of me and that. And just I didn't know why because he never really said it to me. or anything, and just, uh, He's obviously fancy his lads or whatever. So um, no, it didn't. And then it was weird because before I made up to swim them, the week before Terry Mack was the one of the coaches there. Came up and said, "Listen, now you're frustrated, you've not like it wasn't throwing a shot Brent, I just keep my head down and walk away." But he said, "Listen, now you're probably frustrated, not playing, you have not featured, you have not got on the pitch." But the lads said, "We're not scoring at the minute, so your chances coming. Just keep walking there, which I do away. Just keep your chances definitely coming." So then the next week we um, played. I actually think it was the next day we had Coventry in the cup and this was on Monday and it was the game it was at Chelsea so he spoke to me on the Monday saying the chance is going to come like, so I was thinking the weekend might get a chance because I knew I wasn't playing against Coventry got on like last five minutes against Coventry I think it was in the cup we drew I think I knocked out in extra time barely got touch of the ball Wednesday was like uh, Lee Clercum said yeah um, Swindon have been on looking for it and I need a right back so we're looking to do a swap deal And so I was thinking I was told the other day I'm going to a chance he's like oh, yeah I need to write back. His that's worked well. So then, literally, that's how we end up going to Swindon.
1: Mate, imagine names like that. Reason of no is we have spoke to Tony Poulos. If he reckon you're a keeper,
2: <laughs> I've already got more game time to go. Wait, mate. This is where the fun starts.
1: When did you first speak to the carrier?
2: The day I drove down. So literally on the Wednesday, the the transfer deadline was the Thursday. On the Wednesday, um obviously said listen go speak to your agent they want to do a deal and we need uh, right back in so I'm looking at doing quite of a swap deal so I had to think it over I thought I'm obviously not going to get a game here go down obviously Swin used being flying under the canyon getting a little press and I uh, just imagined he was class to play for and I spoke to my agent he said yeah well listen they're going the right direction they're a good club good manager so I went down and I went down the next day to sign and do the medical and, that, and that, that's literally the first time I met him which was just a chat down there
1: what did he say it? you went, what, how
2: was the chat when you first met him? I remember it's kinda of a bit like you now when you meet the Kenya kind of a bit, it's this power of the Kanye, like it's
1: yeah
2: great. and but kinda of like you just say about being professional and he just spent on being professional. It's like I want a group of lads, you all do the same things. like so you all love me, then you all love me. Or you hate me, you all hate me. You don't love me and somebody else like, you all do the same. And I was like, Kamehameha kind of thinking I do all the fucking I hate him. Like <laughs> Boy, yeah. I know what he means now. <laughs> <I'm definitely> from- <laughs> But uh, yeah, just find <laughs> out about the group, like and and the plan for the season and that type of thing. Like, how
1: long did it take you to realise how mad
2: he was? Oh, how mad he was! I don't know. Um, I think for the first two or three weeks, I would used to like I'd ring my brother, or my mates, and the car, and we went to drive because I was living in Shelton. So I'd look driving and be driving and telling them like on the the training and the Kenya what you've done today. I should have actually. Kept, I wish I kept a book of the stories. Oh, but actually. You should do a series on this. Let's get a different player every week to do a different story. Um, yeah. Sorry, now, the first two weeks I thought it's so funny. They're brilliant. Like, just the way it stopped everything, how the cry if you've done a cries in a warm up, it had to be full pace. It's not a cane if you're not passing the ball to inside. If Sean had to pass the ball inside for properly properly, that's a playing professional. I think Tommy Miller or something. You're playing
0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. It seems
2: the premise that you're jumping out of the past a while. It's like, it's one last week. is in goal one day, putting him across and finishing. The young keeper's was in goal. Like, do you remember that one? No. got in Stopped it, we did crossing cross the finishing and someone scored on me, opposing us twice and he stopped possession. and the goalkeeping coach, what the goalkeeping coach again? The medical. Yeah, he was standing beside the goal. He went, oh no, push to out all the way. He went, like this. He's like, you're diving. And then he he's like, this, like this. And then demo. And the next cross came in and he'd done it and he saved me. He's like, see God, <laughs> God. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, we just, our Matt Richie at the corners. Matt Richie was trying to hit a corner in and he was like, he kept like he wanted it to the back post, and he kept dropping a little bit short he was like no no Matty no, I'll show you and he went down and he went to his left foot he moved mm-hmm. exactly where he wanted he said like, you're standing and he literally done this you're standing here you need to move to here and Matty done it next time and just helped to pull it the rice he's like see God listen to me listen to me I feel like
1: <laughs> we done a full I don't know if you were there for that but we done a full session I think it was a two hour session on a running technique he says, <laughs> he says we were all running wrong this was early doors, mate. In two hours, mate, we practiced running forwards, running sideways, and then yeah, running backwards. Yeah. That?
2: And I would run backwards, remember? Yeah, only I learned a lot when I came in. the won't be We to the sideways run. I was like, what is I can't run backwards in this team. He goes mad, you can't run backwards. Like, but you, sometimes you just, you know, you can't. You run sideways. And I was jumping for headers. You always have to jump off right inside So <laughs> I remember and one of the first games I was there, he showed clips of it, and he's. He's Kane and Willow, right? Willow scored the header from 18 yards out. Unbelievable header. Kind of good technique. Lucky, lucky, lucky. He jumped off two feet. <laughs> I'm thinking, what? He's put a top in from 18 yards. Unbelievable header. And he's like, no, wrong foot. You jumped off. Nick, ah, watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, imagine, just,
1: imagine being Willow. Willow got it tied in.
2: Listen, it used to love being a forward because I knew, well, I don't. Willow was getting worse. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Mate, he would go mat- He was always big on slotting the forwards. So because he? he was a striker. Yeah, but the, the clips
2: used to come in. I don't know because I played for the force like like my first start. I came, My first game was actually the the league one was that was my first game. The Preston <laughs> game. Was Preston? We actually got told that night before, right? May I think May Wardy, Giles Coke, and someone else it was a Fedi. Remember him? Oh, Fred, he was funny, mate. Uh-huh. He he was, Four or five was signed, and I was like, that was our first trip. And he pulled us in after he was all went up for a pre match, and he had some clips on the way he wants to play. I think he was just played at Stoke recently, and the cup and shown us clips of that. And he's like, right And he's like, and when you warm up here, he's like, tomorrow when you're on the bench, like, warm up properly. He's like, I'll send the cloud out there, make sure you're sprinting. I don't want you coming on already. He's like, from the first minute, warm up. I'm thinking, first minute? And he's like, my record, 21 minutes. I will not ready, I'll take them off. I think Drives the keeper after like seven, eight minutes. <laughs> what is going on here? Wait, yeah, the fucking...
1: See, the sub's warm up at Swindon. It, it was the hardest thing ever, mate. You were fucked.
2: You don't want more running than the players the pitch. <laughs> you don't <laughs> Do you be going out looking for a break. <laughs>
1: what did you just say? You wanted to go on the pitch for a break? Me I <laughs> <laughs> I, should have never, I should have never put my top one for some games going on as a something I'm fucked here, man. Oh blown. this She's sweating you going down. You've been
2: me a tactics in the ring.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh sensational man. Uh, yeah. Any other stories that stand out me that you can remember Phil?
2: Oh many so do you remember the time that we were on the meeting and there was a, like a blood down our group next And What? It was really an analysis before we travel for the games and you had like the, the separation thing up in um, the room in the stadium and there was like music on next oh I don't remember that, there's fucking music and you're banging on the thing, for <laughs> <laughs> ten minutes, you open it, you're banging the thing like, hey, music down. There's like some for people doing blood donations and stuff for some. <laughs> and he ended up the show up. I like oh, <laughs> oh, do, you remember that? do you remember the trip
1: there, Carlisle? <laughs> oh man, was that when we went to the public patch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we went to the wrong pitch he had the training ground booked and he went to the wrong pitch and just found the public park and we were doing the sheep and the fellow was in his garden with his dog and he's like hey <laughs> up he's like hey <laughs> I him I'm on the spine and I'm using the <laughs> garden
1: he wouldn't let the guy stand in his own garden at all in case he told Carlisle what his shape was
2: <laughs> hey class
1: uh. <laughs> <laughs> the old guy was so baffled man <laughs> <laughs> and what was going on? <laughs> yeah, look at this. Early quarantine. Yeah, no. imagine, imagine somebody telling you you couldn't stand you your own front It wouldn't mind you, just to dismiss them at the back of the head, like, fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: oh, oh, to be fair, we played some good stuff under him, do I? Eh? Yeah. I oh, yeah, brilliant like we had a good squad, didn't we? We good players all out pitch. And like because of he was to be fair, ninety-nine percent of stuff he said was bang on. he like, you yeah. couldn't argue with was thinking behind it. It's just you wanted everyone to live like they're the like Christiana Ronaldo, like they're the ultimate professional. I remember I signed and me and Cokie signed. I think Cokie's missus was like had two or three kids was due in like a week or two and Koki had travelled down that day with no clothes and he's like he's down about a week and he's like, Oh, I remember him going to ask me like, Oh, can I go back and like I just want to get back for a day or two make sure Miss is okay and get some clothes and that and think was like basically questioning and he's like, No, we have a game in like three days. He's like, No, you can't go back for a day He's like, But we need to get clothes and see and like And he's like, No, no, that's not professional And like and you know he can be professional but it's like, like you have to go back and see all your kids and family and all that just, he just didn't care, did he?
1: <laughs> uh, see, Sundays, like we were in every day, wouldn't we? Would you go and hang over on a Sunday and have to hide it?
2: Nah, because I used to live in Shelton, so I used to drive back out games, and then I'd be hanging up in the morning. Because you'd be in there at like seven in the morning, they would be like, came up at six, I would have got here. No, but it's not worth it. Oh, For, uh, it. It was every day. I remember signing, and I, remember, I actually remember speaking to Lee Cox, and he was like, oh, I was speaking to some of the lads, and like they've been in every day since pre-season, and this was like, 22 days or something and he's like yeah they were in every day it's like just non-stop and, thinking, that's just, lads, and I was thinking like, that's exaggerating you'll get days off unless you won like 4-0 it was like no and then you, I think we beat someone 4-0 actually couldn't been bomb and he's like okay job done see you Monday and everyone's buzzing Great, yeah, it's Sunday off I know that you. actually that game we came. my warm-up so I came on I remember coming on like the 80th minute right? me and Benno I think were on the bench and I came on and I, I remember literally just came on the pitch and I dropped onto the sitting midfielder for the throw-in and the man threw back to the full-back and I went to press him and the force of those I went to press him so I ran to close him down he kicked up the line and I heard to kind of go, no, no, no oh, I'm not ready no, no, no <laughs> oh, Beno warm, get warm You trying to take me off because I didn't sprint as quick as he thought I could have sprinted wasn't well, ready. you
1: came on for the last 10 minutes and then he was going to take you
2: off again for sprinting <laughs> I swear, about five seconds after coming on I heard him shouting Benno, get warm, he's not ready and I am saying. Do we do? Do we do? I actually scored about a minute later. We took a quick free kick and I scored near the post, and I think that's the only reason I got left off for the last 10 minutes. Well, was on the he, boys, did,
1: he did just drag boys early doors, didn't he? Yeah, did he? Like,
2: he literally didn't care. But that we did have it. We played some great stuff. Like, we did. and we defensively I was just so well. So like I I went through a spell about six weeks or something six probably more than that, where wasn't, I wasn't it on didn't get on the pitch and was training as a right winger and trying another I played everywhere. and I played everywhere training. Yeah. and I, I mean, actually when I went to Aberdeen I used to get thrown out in the wind that time and I remember saying at least I know the draw from the Kenya. but yeah because remember the drills you used to do, so you knew you knew every position on the pitch yeah. but what you had to do where you were so everyone was so well drilled it's so hard to break down.
1: Nah I thought you was good me, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. But, don't uh, you know, <laughs> uh, but he didn't at first he hated me at first, mate. <laughs> nah, he used to hate me, man, but uh, he was alright then. Uh what about when he left, mate? What was your memories of leaving? That was funny as well, man. Do you remember that? Awesome. you
2: know the stories you could tell about him. <laughs> uh, yeah, you remember
1: what I'm saying like he he's paranoid he go to the mountain. Do you remember the story tell us when he's in the house? Uh, what was it what was it <laughs> to tell us? I can't I think Wes was told him
2: but tell it again. Uh he said he's, he's like, oh, no, I defend you." I squeezed him. I squeezed him for more. And he's like, uh, "Yeah, have phone calls threatening me, threatening me." He's like, "I say I'm in my house. Come, just me. Give them my address. Yeah, I'm waiting." And he said he's just standing there waiting for the can. you like, uh, waiting for them, to i come to his house and you don't know, ask <laughs> them." I'm like, he oh. uh, said he was standing by a knife, didn't he? A kitchen knife. Yeah. Remember yeah. when he left?
1: Did he know steal like all the pictures off the wall and Swindon's can? Yeah, that-
2: that CCTV or something. Didn't he have them coming in, taking all the stuff. Back? <laughs> all right, some guy. <laughs> right, mate. He goes, and then Kev McDonald came in. What well, I think
1: if the Cano said we would have won the league. What What, what was the difference? Like, with Kevin McDonald.
2: I quite like Kev. We actually Good thought. I was, right. was weird. We used to try. We did so much running with the Cano. Like we ran every day, didn't we? we we're so self-fit runner. Was but Kev came in and he'd done like just loads of small sort of the games, which we never used to do. Yeah. At least we ran. On his trend, totally different fitness. Like, I actually like Kev, I thought he was good. I don't, I'm not sure. Um, Tommy Miller and Wardy's run as manager worked out too well, did it? I think we had a bit of a pee when they fell off.
1: Mate, we I we went to, out. I out every Thursday when they were the manager, so <laughs>
2: <laughs> I had to keep going like under the canyon's kind of rules, wasn't it? Like, um, we we're lucky if you got We had him if you win the playoffs, the panel, you're in the final, you never know, you know. But yeah, I think we did drop off when, when the canyon kind of left, but. I think that was a bit of everything that was going on at the club and stuff at the time as well. People were all over the place. So, yeah, I actually quite like it.
1: We all know you're good footballers. It's about proving you're good footballers. Mate, every, <laughs> every team talks yeah. in film.
2: And I think you start and every time you deal with the teams I can
1: see but it's happening. So. <laughs> Mate, we not be tapping each other on that. Mate, you love that? Driving. It's about driving. What wow. <laughs> McDonald's McDonald, hero. I loved him as well. Uh, right mate, Aberdeen will go on to 2014. Did you know what I said down south? Why did you want to come back up the road?
2: But obviously had an issue with Swin and then I ended up signing for but I'd, uh, I'd been running on me. i have mean, just been running during pre-season. I'd run and track on I me. Mean, all lately. they get started. club because of something going on. So I had to get sorted, And then um, I ended up signing for Oldham met Lee Johnson. went there. I just didn't really work I mean I just, the team didn't see me Leeds wanted to play a lot of them um, like just keep ball and know the proper football way keep the ball and move a possession base and all that and like that's not what you game coming and linking to play into that type of thing so uh, I just wanted balls in the box and, the, we went and, we went and we'd we we have the ball up to the edge of the box and we literally walk back down across the pitch and then we'd end up losing 1-0 someone's got to like kick a ball up top someone's going with Lewis, and then confidence went and I wasn't playing great the team wasn't playing great and I just thought there's a chance to me oh we need to get down here again like I need to get back somewhere and enjoy my football and did you know that you were in Scotland didn't the Scottish game suit your veterans? Uh, I don't know obviously going back up there good memories obviously so going up there instantly you feel a bit more confident do not you because you've, you've done it there before and I'd spoke to joint I'd met Willow Flood um, the summer before on holidays I walked into him and I never, knew, never really knew him I just knew of him and I chatted to him and he, he said he was off that with and I knew Johnny was there Johnny to always good kept in touch with Johnny and he'd go on about how big a club it was and how much he enjoyed it there so I kept in touch with them and then when there was the option to go it was like Hibbs were in again was wanted me to go back there Terry Butcher was there so I was tempted to go back to, to Hibbs because I'd seen the guys before and worked with Terry and Mo I just felt I, just, I, just, I don't know why I just, thought, I just had a feeling and right I just went and luckily I went great right? Well,
1: what a hero as well, man <clears throat>
2: No, was one of the moodiest men ever, yeah. you've been there, Willow. He's so funny, like.
1: Maybe he always fight with Jack, Ryan Jack and Barry Robson, eh? Uh?
2: Oh, yeah, with a couple of moody lads, yeah. you had Robo and moan You'd have, yeah, Jacko was an angry little man, Willow. Yeah, them two, I think them two had a bust-up on the pitch once. nearly got, got sent off to do them. I can't remember what game was. Them two ended up having a bust-up. But to be fair, that team was good. It was full of, like, leaders and that. So there was a lot of lads. It was a good group there. Um, you got... A good group of boys who all got on well, who socialised together. But was a lot of lads with a lot of experience. They played at a good level, and, and we actually demanding, so I think that's why it was so successful. There.
1: How was Dale? How was Dale
2: with you yesterday? Eh, yeah, great. you never speak to I think anyone that says it, the sign from he's, he's so good at talking, like about what what he wants to do, where he sees the club going. He's very. Um, he's very good at that side of it um, and he gets go dressing rooms together. Him and Doc walk hard and making sure like, the dressing room is, is buzzing and, and there's a good atmosphere around. I think that's one of the main things they have is a typical group of lads to log it on and create they, a good environment.
1: They get involved as well? Dale and Doc? They get involved They'll, in
2: that? They get involved in the boxes and that, yeah. Before, you might do a little shooting drill after training and that to get involved in that and you have to like, lose of bringing and stuff. But yeah, no, they go crack around the place, see fair. Who told the story about
1: the... Who was on here that was telling the story about the cakes? They ended up giving
2: it to their neighbour. Did you, did you hear that one? It wasn't the cake. It was Kenny and his box of chocolates.
1: Kenny McLean,
2: that was it. Uh, uh, did you hear that? Sorry, that no, was different. The smell of the dressing room. <laughs> that was brilliant.
1: So who, was it? who got it done? Max, what was it?
2: No, it was Wes uh, Westbourne. Wes Bourne. His agent sent up the big bottle of champagne, the box of chocolates. and I think it was Kenny then came back in the, ch- in the chocolates and then put it in. Wes well, was like, oh yeah, no, I gave it to my neighbour and all. I was like, you have to tell him. You have to tell him. <laughs> he <laughs> so get locked for this. And I was funny, like, like Was that the sort of stuff that would go on I had to take the best. Yeah, did, uh, does a great one. Johnny, one of the best things i was saying is Johnny has, Um Me and Johnny used to like make each other coffees in the dressing room, and Johnny made me a coffee and he made himself And Danny Rogers bowled in one day and picked up his coffee and was like, "You won't drink, it. I was like, yeah, you won't drink." It. So he drank the coffee and Johnny and Johnny's like, "Danny you made me a coffee." It's like. No. And I was like, <laughs> you know what I do? He's like, Danny, make me a coffee and regret like, it. So Danny's like, No, I'm not making one. So Johnny like came with a plan that the next day we are training out in um can't remember the name, so it was about a twenty-five minute drive. We go, so you take your cars and have lunch after and Danny Rogers drove his car out and Johnny's like, I'll do with So I draw Johnny out. And after training I kept Danny out doing a bit of shooting, he like, did some shooting and Johnny sprinted in, got his car cage right stuck his car out and drove her off and hid it behind the pub. like this is little village where it is hid it behind some pub in the middle of nowhere and I picked him up from for lunch and he wouldn't tell Danny where it was until he tweeted, Sorry. And Danny's like, I'm not gonna tweet he's like, Well you have to you have to like you have to you're not get, you're not getting the, the keys back away in, where your car is. So Danny thought he'd messing. So was six o'clock that night, Johnny had taken the dog for a walk and no signals from well. we came back, loads of missed calls off Danny Ryan. <laughs> We do fuck he's like, I told you tweet, sorry, and then he kept on
1: eight hey, hours, You had to get a taxi back out that night, I think, to collect his car. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> tremendous, love that. So what, You didn't find his car the full day now? Nah? Yeah, you went to account
2: that night,
1: he finally said sorry to Johnny. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant. Right, mate, you scored eight goals in your first 11 games. Uh, I've asked you already, was there something about the Scottish game that suited you? Or, see for you is it purely due to teams playing to suit your style?
2: Yeah, I think a bit of everything really. Like I literally played against came in, wasn't expecting to start, ended up starting, had a decent game and then the scored obviously scored my debut. And then once once that was there, confidence up going next game, I think it scored the next game. Oh the next game was the League Cup semi final and um, against St Johnson. Like and confidence was up and had another good game. And I think I think confidence a lot of just timing. I think it, the, the time was signed for them. The Team was doing well, they were creating a lot of chances and obviously getting off a good set gives you a boost.
1: Who impressed you straight away in that
2: team run? Who was the top players? Uh, very good squad there. Russell Anderson's very good. I heard you've been having a pop at him actually.
1: <laughs> no, he's, he's my hero, Russell Anderson. Me and I'm a type. <laughs>
2: Great guy, Rusty. Um, but, uh, what, um, a what a player for for Aberdeen. Great yeah, leader for us. Um, that would be a good, very good squad. Like Johnny was on one way. You'd have Moe McGovern and the other. You'd have Robo, Willow, Jacko in the middle of the pack. And Peter Polly, who was absolutely flying at the time as well. Wait, Paul, it was brilliant then. Yeah, so quick. Like he's just like you look at me. Think he's not even trying to run. He's cruising by people. You know, he was brilliant. And like especially in the last semi final, Ethan Johnson he was excellent because I'd seen the lads that's gone on about Pete, and I'd never really seen that much of him. I thought, yeah, he's, he's got a bit. Like you know, he was excellent. But yeah, Johnny and I are really going to understand with them straight away.
1: Mate, that's perfect for you. Isn't it? He's on one wing, again on the other. Shoot, you're not he? he- in for long, really.
2: It great for me because people have say, like, oh, you and Johnny gave him a sound that in Vanessa, what was it? And I used to joke, and what I wasn't joking was like, when Johnny gets the ball, I run away from him and get in the box because otherwise he tries to pass you And I thought, I don't want to pass it. Like, you put three men in front, he just kicks the ball and runs and then he crosses it. he tries to play and I'm like, no interest, just just run away from him, leave him to it. That's why when you went to Celtic, I thought he's kind of annoying me, he's going to have to try and get involved into the play. Just leave him out there to run the people. <laughs>
1: That's what he's good, mate. So even when no. he played centre midfield Aberdeen, I was at Dundee, mate. he's still just running you with the ball, even playing centre midfield.
2: Couldn't stop yeah. him, man. Now he's so quick, like, and he's so fast, you can keep doing it. But that's why Aberdeen used to be great because they, when I was signing, they're saying they were after someone that wanted to be in the box. They're saying all the forwards at the time wanted to come and get involved in the play and Lincoln like, you know, the balls of flash across the box, we you know and there. So I you know, sit with me down to the ground, just get myself in the box and then get the ball in. Did you know straight away that you were going to do well, Runs, just because of that? Yeah I, think, yeah, I think so, yeah. You know, because cause I got off to a good side, got a goal early on and then kicked on from there. But um, yeah, the, the way the team was set up was perfect for me.
1: And then first major final, mate, what was the preparations like going to the final?
2: I'm pretty sure, I can't really remember. We went to St Andrews. I can't remember who we played the week before, but I'm pretty sure I nicked me knee and I didn't say anything at the time. I thought I felt something in my knee here. I remember I'd think my folks were over. I mean, my missus were dropping to the airport. Dad. I remember saying... She was dropping me to St Andrews, because we were doing a week at St Andrews so at the old course before the final. Remember I remember saying, my knee is said is this isn't going to be already for another week's time. Like, so I remember just keeping it quiet and saying it's a little bit soft. And I took the first day or two off training. And then luckily enough, it was all OK. I just didn't use my left foot, I think, that week in training. and um, then no, use usually, your left foot your whole career, you <laughs> haven't used any foot machines, my <laughs> uh, yeah, no, so that we got the old course it was good chill out did the pill table set up the uh, like, table tennis table and it was good to get away I think the whole thing was it had been so long since everybody had won a cup and the, the focus and pressure and everyone in the town would be chatting to the lads about and how long it had been since we won it and I think the whole thing was just to get away from all that and just have the lads together socialising and just um getting a bit of training we used to train in day, and then have the rest of the day just chill out and it was actually it actually worked out quite well because we didn't other than the press day there wasn't that focus on the game it was like we knew the was a final coming up but it wasn't constantly everyone because Aberdeen literally every time you come somewhere there's a big game everyone's talking to you. whether you're in a test or whatever yeah, someone's chatting to you about it that is a massive club isn't it? Yeah I, feel, I didn't understand before something from how big a club it was um, John used to message me and be like ah oh, can't believe how big it is. Like everywhere it go, like we get stops and kids on pictures now. He's like it's great. it's like he's like it's like in like immense atmosphere with the lads and all that. He's like but just on a much bigger scale. And it actually was. It was just a huge. well-supported club, and thank you. I think over the last number of years, you can see that support coming back and how big the club could be.
1: Talking of the games gone, that game was gone because it was a horrific game. What was it? What was it like to play? <laughs> real
2: wasn't it yeah it was oh crap yeah Why was that? <laughs> just because it was both teams
1: getting the first final for a while, derby
2: I'm not sure where all was like, I think we are obviously we are obviously massive favourites going into it so I think the pressure was on us to go and produce um, Johnny got injured our main lad got injured in the first three seconds of the game for some reason he ran over to the right wing for a header end up down his shoulder I think he lasted four minutes and was gone so he was a big loss we were already missing there. Peter Pollock he was injured as well so, they were two of our main attacking lads at the time. So, um, I think we were probably a bit thinking maybe signs, it's not going to be our day. I oh, should have had Henna away early on in the game. I think Meekins clipped me. And he said to me, Yeah, that was a off And the ref never gave it. So, as the game went on, then I think it just gets nervous. But nothing really happened. Like, it wasn't like they had loads of chances, and we were thinking, Oh, hang yeah. on here. You know? So, yeah, didn't really want to go on to penals, But you don't really care in the end as long as you win it, yeah.
1: And if there's one man you're wanting for a, a winning penalty, mate, you are the best penalty taker I've ever seen, man.
2: Yeah, I missed one about two months before that, for, <laughs> before I left Oldham. <laughs> 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 like I was on a penalty. I was like, oh, i missed loads of penalties. I like, but yeah. What you
1: mean, were you shunning yourself?
2: Yeah, because Essen uh, was in goal. Well, he wasn't in goal. We used our goal, keeping Dresne, that goalkeeping code, Grosley. And not Essen, but probably I would never get in the game. Probably I thought it was crap. I remember the first day, but me the game, and me the penalty, and said, I mean, they got game with Penal And Essen Sails. I used to take the penals for him, but Essen was like, no matter what i don't use used to always reverse me penals. So every penalty I used to reverse, that know, the only penalty. Yeah. And then, and read it. And anytime I try and mix up and try and go the other way, he'd read it somehow. So he's in my head massively. So I thought going into that game, then he used to practice penalties during the week. So i training after training every day for a build up to the final or a big cup game. Like, you'll wait in the middle of the pitch, you'll call one up, you'll go up, walk up as if you're taking a pen practice your pen and you're going to hit. So I'd done that. I was thinking, where am I putting this? Essence is going to tell him where I'm going. So I thought, forget a pen So I decided to go straight down the middle. So I think i think I put two penalties down the middle. That one, and going against Maribor in the European Cup because the keeper used to go either way and I hit his feet. Did
1: they say anything any after the game about telling the keeper where you go?
2: Went where I going to put it. And I we went into his track because I went in after the chat to him and that uh, couple of the boys, Richie Fawn, and that after the game, um, just had a big dressing room with a couple of them. And he was like, I thought I was starting to and you were going to Porta in the corner where you went. I was like, I know, I was like, oh, you were in my head all week. Wow.
1: What a story that is, by the uh, way. How was that feeling, mate, winning the Cup of Aberdeen? Amazing.
2: Yeah, incredible. Like. Just cause of the whole the whole place was just full of Aberdeen fans, you know. <laughs> Especially against the old club, it was weird because all the Inverness were obviously behind we that goal. So it was weird coming up to take it of them and then celebrating from the was there. That was brilliant. Like.
1: And uh, what about the celebrations the after? I how many piss stops on the bus on
2: the way back to Aberdeen? I, well, I think Robbo Barry Robson had been fine. I think day four or something for his phone going off in the meet and so we're like, we win tomorrow, you'll get the beers, and like Robbo's saying, yeah, you'll get the beers in if we win and all that. So then we stopped on the bus because there was a crash. So We are on the bus for five hours, I think. So there's a crash on the way back. When I did, I think Rob got hit. You got a trolley and the lads just filled up with drinks. Like, I think Rob got hit for 300 quid. He was good. Was it us- 300 quid? Oh, I mean, he's tight as cramp as well, Rob, wasn't he? And he used to go on about was a wheelbarrow full the money. He came back from Vancouver, or wherever he, or wherever he went to Hover in Canada. He used to go on about a suitcase full of cash. He came back with it. but then he wouldn't buy a drink. Tightest oh, you loved the money shows, didn't he? Uh, yeah, then he never bought a drink. <laughs> he could <laughs> crack. That was brilliant, though. He used to go okay. into the bedroom every day, and you have—I think he had two outfits. Now I know my guy's bad, but howdy, like he'd come in with these navy jeans and a navy jacket thingy you wear, and like a polo under and, and he wear the same thing every day. And all he okay. do is everyone's here, but how crafty look. And then you walk up going, "Oh, ten out of 10 "What?" Let's go, oh ten out <laughs> <laughs> oh, ten L10 today. Really well. <laughs> oh, and, uh, definitely not, man. I can imagine that outfit that
1: you're that you're talking about. Uh, was it carnage on the bus on the way back five years?
2: Yeah, uh, this, Nicky Weaver wouldn't like, he, He's brilliant, the veterans. Try and get him on here. He's class, Nicky Weaver. He's hey, one
1: hey, of hey,
2: the best people you meet in football. Yeah. Brilliant, lovely fella down there. So funny, though. One mind, a bit like John Parkin type. Very funny guy. What's yeah, he he, got, has he got a good few stories in? Yeah yeah, I'd you would, yeah. It's just he used to have some good shouts. Like he used to say um, he used to Cammy Smith used to love him. like we used to say this like adopted because he used to love him. he used to just sit there and listen to him. He'd like, sit in the canteen and listen to him talk. <laughs> and like make you could even give a little jokes little jokes, and, that, and Cammy wouldn't get them. Cammy just, just go straight over Cammy's head. But he would laugh anyway. There, like He's in the canteen one day and I think he was sitting there, he's eat, eating a lot of yogurts like that and Cammy's sitting there and he goes, oh, don't feel great. He's like, I'm after eating 10, 10 yogurts. And Cam's like, 10? He's like, yeah. He's like, oh, mullard. And Cam's like, oh, 10 yogurts? And he's like, oops. <laughs> 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 he said, I quite like that. No bad. Yeah.
1: Uh, right, mate, do you still have a wee bit of regret looking back?
2: Probably should have done a double that year with the Scottish Cup as well, eh? Yeah, we should have won that game, yeah, uh, I think, we think did we got one up, yeah, I think Niall scored maybe, and then I had a chance, I should have scored keep us out there. Then I think we'd know another chance after that again. We had chances to go up, two up and I think that would have seen us off. Um, and then I think Stephen May banged in two. Yeah, yeah that, that was the year we could have went on. No, finish. You we still have to go and win the final, but it would have given us a good chance. Like,
1: But mate, 28 goals were your first goal season, 2014-15, uh, that the best form of your career that year?
2: Yeah, definitely helps me come back and I think about five goals in Europe in the first two or three games. So got me off to a flyer. like and obviously confidence being up from the year before, winning the cup and and going on looking to kick on. Yeah, and i felt yeah, definitely the best form. The team was playing well, we were we were dominating a lot of games and creating chances and frankly it was going in for me.
1: Talking through Dale as a manager, what's so good about him? What is it, his training? Is it his team talks? How did he make you feel as a player?
2: I think what he does around, I think he just gets a, a group, a good group together, gets good crack going and training, like training's it's tough, but he has, he has a good, make, he manages to mix his dressing well in times, he gets good experience in there, make makes sure there's a bit of experience in there, make makes sure there's lads in there that are band- going to the restroom, room so it's not all boring and that, and there's a bit of crack around the place and and training, and I think, yeah, I think he does try and give lads that bit of confidence that they need, especially when he's signing lads that are probably going there looking to kick on again and it gives them a little boost of confidence to, to, to get them going.
1: See when you're flying in that, is he in the dressing room? Does he single you at saying brilliant
2: runs stuff like that? Um, we get the only the best compliment I ever got was after we played Geels. I think against Dundee. I think we lost. I think he's my us down there, and uh, he was uh, brilliant. We were sitting there rather getting beat. Uh, I'm not sure it was t one old nil. We're sitting in the dressing room after, and he has gone off his head a bit like real these are the types of games we need to win and we can't be dropping points here and that is that. Like, he's like, look at you, Niall, Niall, all the, all the ability, Johnny, all the ability, i not sure it as it's Kenny or Pace. like all the ability in the world, look at you, it's like, look at Rooney, hasn't got half the ability of yours, but he works hard. And I'm sitting there thinking, is that a compliment? <laughs> 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 That's
1: rubbish, I'll tell you something you say me. <laughs> then, hasn't got half the ability of yours, he works hard though. Cheers, <laughs> <laughs>
2: thanks.
1: <laughs> and- See, although you said like, he loves Banner in that room, is there a wee bit of fear
2: factor with W+. Yeah, you know, we lose the head. like if people are taking the picture and like that, you know. We had a night out and <laughs> we had a night out in Tenerife one three, I think it was ten, a Tenerife Went day we went to like on a February mid-season break He we went there, there and he let us have a night out and I think he actually gave us a coffee to fair, he gave us a coffee or like, was it was like something stupid at like three o'clock or something. It wasn't like if you're back by ten, it was like three o'clock or something, let's make sure you're all in and so we're out, John Sharp, the physio there, he used to love it. Me and John used to meet him for our beer the other time in the city. So we all went down, we were all having a bit of crack, and it was getting close to that time. And we were messing with John Sharp, he was in a Dublin up, So me and John We can't meet him, then we go back to the hotel. So we met, went and Sharpy. So we're having a few drinks and sherps like that. Lads, you still need to go back there. He's like, oh, I'm in charge of the coffee. He was like, They're all in bed. It's like, It's a gaffer, Doc. They're all in bed. Don't it? It's three o'clock. They're not sitting up waiting for you. So he's like, we're like, All right, something I there. I'm pointing at the 10 past three. Johnny gets to call at nine again. It's like in the public with Sharp, he's like Doc sitting in reception counting on the boys when they come in and raging and where they're at, thinking, Oh no, looking at Sharp, sorry, lads. <laughs> so we've all gone back in, but the next day, down, I break the and sitting there saying the room was that he knew when he was absolutely raging and he had a face in him, you could tell that he wasn't happy with the disrespect, like that people didn't come back for the coffee. And I sorry, Listen, I came back late, a bit late last night, and he just looked at me, just walked out and was saying, in trouble here because like, usually give you the, ah, don't worry about it like it's more for the younger lads but I think it was the fact that there's a couple of younger lads on the trip who have stayed out Utah setting a bad example for them so, but he does have that bit of fear factor about them. the lads they respect him like.
1: mate that's worse than I'm going mad at and just walking away for you man
2: oh fuck the <laughs>
1: <laughs> how long did it take for him to speak to you again was it forgotten to be the next
2: day he brought up actually to fair, fairly sharpish over that lunch I think it was that lunch we'd all throw down I think he brought up at the end he said listen Taking the piss, we gave his uh enjoy it. he's worked hard, I gave his a little treat to go out and have enjoy yourself, but we put down rails and I told you to be back and you sit and do it. It's like everyone there, you just get so much pay by the end of the trip or the double or you sort of hope you're type thing and everyone too, far, everyone's getting a bust on fuck right
1: Mate, why the man just put a curfew on on night man? I've never yeah. seen any day come in a field yeah. team never comes in the
2: coffee there. I was, thinking, I, was thinking, I was thinking 3 like o'clock every year was pretty close it too <laughs> you probably should be back with it uh, right mate
1: that season took, you must have had interest for other
2: teams right 28 goals uh, I don't really i was going to actually, honest uh, uh, if you
1: don't know that you need to start your engine <laughs> mate
2: <laughs> no but seriously, I was saying I was enjoying it I, just signed, I think I actually signed a new contract maybe halfway through that season because I was so settled there after after having the experience where at swimming, it didn't work out. i have like, actually done okay for swimming. I scored like 10 goals or something, 15 games. And then I went to Oldham, scored like 17. But I wasn't really enjoying it. And I was actually really enjoying my time in Aberdeen. We'd settled there. Me and Mrs. settled there. And we, we'd lived down in a little village and really liked the area. And I'd never actually, it wasn't going to turn my head to move on at the time. I thought i am actually really enjoying my football. <laughs> I don't see the need to, to try and move about again. I'd moved I'd already at that stage had quite a number of clubs my age.
1: What about, uh, sorry, I need to ask you because we speak about this on the podcast quite a bit. You were there when that Constantine video came out. Oh, fucking
2: brilliant. Did, yeah.
1: the, did the boys have him for
2: it? Oh, no, no, because that happened in the off season, I think, or it happened, was it during the season maybe? We we, we were all on a break, you see, because I remember I was in Portugal. This is going kind of like to Portugal and I'm sitting in the hotel and we're, it was actually freezing. I was going back to the hotel for a drink in the, in the bar and we're sitting at the bar and Lisa, who was in charge of the media, uh, um, and was actually sitting right beside me and she married Paul Hartley so they were sitting beside us.
1: And oh I I just, God, right.
2: Lisa who's married to Hartley, right? I was just going I seen this video got sent to me and I just saw me misses and we couldn't stop laughing and I just went to Lisa, I went, Lisa and she was like, I was like, You want to check your phone, you're gonna have your work out for you <laughs> So I showed them the video and they couldn't believe it. Like, <laughs> because, like he comes across this, like he comes a brilliant fella, good crack and all, but like he doesn't really put himself out there, you wouldn't know too much about yeah. him. I've accused of that came all the lads, like, what is going on? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I get yeah. mentioned when you got back to Aberdeen. Ah, the boys rifting me over, over, yeah. Like, even to now, the lads are saying, like you bring the address in and I give a bit of steak. But, like, yeah, no, that's funny, Harry. Mate,
1: everyone I speak to calls uh, Mark Reynolds, Isaac, they still game. Why is that? Oh, the
2: gossip. <laughs> is he a gossip? Is he? calls <laughs> everything, yeah. Gossip. He used to just float around upstairs at the fullback club talking to everyone at the club, knew everything that's going on you know he's a <laughs> top he man can... you know, he's a top man yes, you need to get him on here as he? he'll talk for days yeah Reynolds great <laughs> crack great yeah.
1: crack if he any Aberdeen player there message Reynolds and he gives his loads of stories man yeah like you say he yes, is that? he messaged
2: him when he said coming on here and he messaged him he said right need to re- refresh me memory on stories I can tell on this and he says I'm oh, leaving is you is he giving <laughs> you stories <laughs> uh? he said I'm leaving you hanging <laughs> he says I'll well, keep you off for now I go on <laughs> <He> <laughs> said,
1: uh, mate did you ever think? Hang- what was, like, what was the one stage of your Aberdeen career that you, you thought it could have been possible that he's won the league?
2: Uh, it was obviously the year Doyle was in charge and but I think the only problem with that was the year when Danny Ward was in goal and I think he got recalled and he'd been massive for us like at the back because I think he was so good I think all the defence had this confidence around him I think we had a lot of clean sheets and we looked very solid and then he went back and we're still, I'm not sure we're ahead of Celtic or just behind them and then I went and done my quad and I got injured as well. well what you're saying doing, is
1: if you never got injured Dad, would they win the league? Is that what you're saying? I
2: think we would have, well, we'd have a better chance there. Definitely <laughs> would have. Been. Would they, Del they speak about winning the league runs? Yeah, privately. yeah. The lads would. Like, to speak about it, that's, it's It's hard enough there, isn't it? Because like, the expectation of the club because it's doing well again, it kind of goes back to when we won the European Cup and let's be honest, it's, it's not going to get back to that, but. 'cause of the expectation there, once we won a cup every expectation to just go on. So we we're second and everyone thought we're gonna win we should win the league. But if you came on the paper and said, I think we can win the league, which all the lads believed at the time we have a chance of winning the league. We could do it. We just need to be Celtic and keep a good run going. But you couldn't go on the paper and say that. Because if you went there then and you got beaten the weekend You're going, Do you talking on the pitch, what are you doing saying this, just keep it to yourself Where if you don't say in paper everyone says you've no belief that you can win the league. So lads I think are just kinda of keep yourself to yourself keep focus on the next game and that's all you can do and that is that is all you can do up there. just look at the next game but they're like yeah he obviously has that belief that you can go and win it and want you to go every competition he wants you to go and win it but at the same time it's very hard to topple a Celtic team after that
1: See when you played them through did you always think you could beat them that, that season I mean yeah I think
2: we are. I think we always had a belief we could be Celtic. I know we had a lot of games everywhere with our Bachelors but like, they're capable of doing that as well. It's a hard one to play because when they're on form it's like regardless if you're, playing, if you're a good team you're playing well and they, their players are on form more than likely they're going to beat you because they're, they're more better players they have better players and they would say it's mentality you have to believe but if you're going to believe in it and they believe they're going to beat you it's, it's the same thing they still have yeah. better more of them. You know, It's very hard to topple them especially the, the squad they have there at the minute.
1: Rangers came back in the league, mate. Sixteen, seventeen. Just before we go on, that, do you ever have a chance to any ever any interest in like Celtic Rangers? Nah,
2: yeah, not enough. Not have Never been told about like that. I think Rangers wanted me to go on through when I was about fourteen. I think, I think that's the closest. But yeah, or uh, yeah. No, never heard of anything like that. To be honest,
1: right, mate. They came back in the league, sixteen, seventeen. Uh, did you enjoy those battles for for second? It was a, it was a rivalry, mate, wasn't it?
2: It's good because cause when you sign, when I signed for Aberdeen, obviously, on the local and I was like, Can't wait for Rangers to get back in the league, they the best games, and all the atmosphere to rivalry, and all you have to beat them, you have to beat them. And, and I thought, I mean, obviously, before going up there, I never really knew where it stemmed from or, or, or understood it. Like, I always thought, Rangers, that was that. I never realised there was such hatred between Aberdeen and Rangers. So the atmosphere was brilliant, Oleg. Like, What's well, the game atmosphere ahead? Huh? You can, especially at Ibrox, Don't we beat them there for the first time and whatever many years it was? It was Great, like the atmosphere was. It was loud. Like they were <laughs> devastated. I think Ronnie scored the winner. Can't yeah. remember. Two-one game. Shini might have scored, and then I think Christie scored later on. But yeah, no, great atmosphere against them. I know there was a
1: rivalry with the fans, but was there a rivalry with players on the pitch? Like were their games especially? Was there a, a lot of needle in their games?
2: I think it just not spills over but I think it just buzz off I think the lads in Aberdeen expect that it's going to be a big game obviously Rangers fans want the Rangers players to show up for as well so it's, there is a lot going into it it just gives it that extra bit doesn't it you know yeah. it's not you try and treat it as a normal game but once the atmosphere kicks in and gets going you want, you want to win it because you don't want to be getting getting sick cause you know, especially social media and stuff today you know if you lose you're going to get absolutely hammered and, although you just let it kind of go oh boy you you still don't fancy listening to for the next week or two.
1: Yeah. You mentioned Christie Shinny there. What obviously both brilliant for Aberdeen. What kind of players and guys
2: are they to? Shinney's a lovely fella. Shinny, fittest man in the world. I thought you were at swimming how good you were. Oh he, he is the fittest man ever. He's incredible. Yeah. when you do like um, pre-season the, corky, the fitness coach over Aberdeen will do runs. So he does like he does like no like the can you say the fifteen second runs, you run fifteen second rest. A certain distance. Nobody used to do that a lot? Yeah,
1: well, like interval sort yeah. of thing, yeah.
2: Well, course, you would do that, but you'd program each player off how quick they are on the pitch and how fit they are from the bleed test or whatever. Sheeny's used to be just like, most lads would be box to box. Sheeny's was just like, you do a length of a pitch in 15 seconds, that it's just, you just tear up, tear back down. And he, he played in the hole behind me once against St John's away, right? Yeah, <laughs> like a number 10, I forget why, but he played him off me because he wanted him to run behind. I think it's that's were like, He'd done the equivalent of eight matches, <laughs> running in the middle of the pitch, I he just kept running behind, running back in the middle, running behind. <laughs> he I had the rest he... of the days He wouldn't let him train for the next like, three days or something.
1: What oh, was that, chasing your touch?
2: Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, was it? mate. Uh, he's finished uh, second both years. Is that an underrated achievement considering the budgets and, and stuff like that?
2: I think it is, yeah. People say, oh, budgets and this, but then you look at the Champions League and stuff like that, Celtic come up against like a PSG and they wipe the floor with them. And it, uh, it's not to do with squad players and the, the depth of your squad and how good the players are, isn't it? Like, So it's very hard to, to do that. I think it was a great achievement to get there, especially Rangers obviously had a much bigger budget than us, we're still trying to push. We never really seen it as make sure we got above Rangers. We more seen it as trying and challenge Celtic. And that was the way we looked at it. We didn't try and think get both Rangers and that's it it was like right we're trying to challenge Celtic again because I think most years I was there I think we finished on whatever it was 70 points I think that was all, but year on year we're set setting a new record for the amount of points we, we'd ever achieved in the league yeah. so we're even with Rangers and the Hearts and the hopes and all coming back into the league we're still improving and getting better
1: Um regret, maybe mate I know you said you've got the league cut but coming so close to winning another bit of silver we're just at times so close but what was it just certainly too good?
2: I think yeah, the club the same as well because like, of the back and you having the fan base there, you know, and because of the squad of players that have been there over the last number of years, but I think it's just bad timing. But that that, that Celtic team that Rogers had. They were incredible. Like people say you never turned up against them in certain the finals, but it was so hard to like I think we think we got pumped three 0 after the one game and you would think um, we couldn't get near the ball. I think it was sixty minutes on the game and we're looking and thinking, there's does not like you usually have a feeling to get a goal and think you're not getting near this. They're absolutely they're just ripping us like they were so good and it was so hard to get near them. Um, so you sit in and they score, then you've no chance. If you have a go at them, they can rip you apart. You know, because they were that good. They moved the ball so well and did all players could take. And There would probably six, seven players in the pitch who would score a goal from outside the box. And you're thinking, even if you keep them to shots some distance, Rogge would pop up and pull them in from 20 yards or someone would. You know, so yeah, I think we've probably deserved and We, we should have won more, but before she the timing, wasn't there?
1: Now, I always thought Dale would always go man for man. Was that something that you worked on in training? Was it all week just get a man and stay well and for the full game?
2: We do different approaches. Like if that didn't work, then the next team will try something different. Like we did do that once. We ever try to think like the wingers because their wingers like to tuck in, then the fullbacks lock on. They may there and have to match their fullbacks and stuff. But as I say, like as, as soon as you do man to man, if like you have lads that can jink, by someone. Yeah, so, it causes carnage. So then next game we might try something different. We might like I think one of the game we said we press them from the set. But then because we're so used to continuing against so the front would go and press and then the midfield come, but then the defence would be nervous of leaving that much space in because of the pace they have. So if they went in there then it, it's you just have to get it right on the day, isn't it? Like we've beaten a few times over the years and you just you just have to get it right on the day. They're a very good side. Was
1: there any was there any of the finals that you thought like during the game, this 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 one's going to be ours. We're going to win this one.
2: Uh, yeah, the one where, um, beating 2 one where Roger scored the last kick yeah. of the game, basically. Yeah, we thought we were close. I think Johnny scored early on, then, but then we I think Griffith scored remember, two or three minutes of it, um, and then I think we had a great chance late on out wide. I think Kenny Mack had made a run. And I think Johnny is out. I think he thought he was going to check and pull. The, I think Kenny went to to get in behind. I think that was a big chance. And then after that. Looked like it was destined for extra time, but um, I think there was a sense around the ground that day that yeah we could actually go and nick this game or write in this one. And I think that was after the disappointment. I think we, that was the earlier on the season. I think was when they beat us three in the League Cup. We were real, so I think we did have a sense we might actually go and win that one. But again, rubbish. I think scored a great goal, went by two or three lads and put her away.
1: Very successful times, though, mate. Aberdeen. How do you look back on your time,
2: mate? But yeah, it's most enjoyable was the period. Of my career like there it got so settled and it was brilliant. Like we really settled the yeah. air, had my first me lad up there, first born up there, he was up there, he liked the age of Ren and North and stuff. And just outside outside of football even just the people are, are nice, nice people, nice people around the club. It's a well run club. And just as a good group of boys. Um obviously I think you're always looking back at your career in terms of how how you've been successful or like where you've been like Inverness we won the Scottish Championship great for much lads I always remember that season because we were successful even the Swindon was good because we you know we lost in the playoffs but it was a good group of lads and yeah. probably you remember PDC more than anything but like you always remember times where you've actually done well and Aberdeen yeah Aberdeen was the best and you named your young lad Jim after Jim Whitten <laughs> Jim Lane's gay dressed
1: like me <laughs> let me ask you did you last question, I mean, Did you hear much interaction with Craig Brown?
2: Yeah, he brilliant. What a and guy! Yeah. That. He carried down here to Salford, not oh, to Salford. I know Salford. He sent me a card down, um, because he also had Graham Alexander and Chris the, the manager assistant of Salford. He used to manage them, and then he spoke spoke But yeah, what a guy! What a guy! He's um. Yeah. He's, he used to go on the trips. So us we in the we on, in Dubois, we'd go in January for did uh, the sponsors was take us out there for a little mid-season break when the when they introduced the the Christmas break we go there's a training camp for a week and we go meet all the sponsors and have a golf day and he'd always get up and have a chat like him. You always see him come up. You think Craig Brown the old i probably quiet was a chappy and a star. He's used to just always have all the women on the <laughs> background. see you next year, see you, and be, he'd drop it every second one and you'd have people
1: go, what's going on here? <laughs> he told us so, he must have said it, would say a hundred times, and everyone's like, what is going on? <laughs> well, but, no, mate, <laughs> you didn't expect that film. We, we interviewed him as well, he was like that off camera as well, couldn't believe it. Eh? Uh, right mate, Salford, We Gary Neville's your best mate, now you've ditched me for Gary Neville, when did you first hear about interest, film?
2: Uh, I came back for pre-season, um, first day back in pre-season, Dale actually called me and said, uh, I had a phone call this morning, Gary Neville, and it was, and he says um, they're on looking interesting and he never even said it more. I was, just, I didn't have a clue. I was just like, okay. And he's like, yeah. He's like, no, it's just a weird. one I had to miss call off Gary Neville and he's chatting me, and they were just asked about you. And he says I told him basically now there's no option here or one of lads, and stuff you won't be on anyway. I was like, okay, And then a few weeks later, they've been back on again. And ever since he forced said it to me, then I was thinking, about it and I was thinking, because come the end of the season before, I don't start two games. I think since February. And I'd gone from being like basically the main forward there for the last four years, where I was to, that it wasn't, get, it was getting frustrated. I was coming on the last four minutes of games, I was coming on at the wing late on to defend things. And I was starting to get a bit dismayed with the whole thing because I enjoyed my football so much every day and really liked it there. And I actually thought I could end up staying, seeing my career out there if all went well. But then, just as, as the months went on, I wasn't starting and starting to fall away. I think I don't want to become a bit per player. So I'd have to consider it. And then at the same time, my brother got sick and he wasn't well. And it's just, I it was weighing up everything in my head. I was junior, my missus was junior, baby. Then a couple of months, I thought, I want to be somewhere over the next few years. I've just done 30. I want to try and get somewhere where I can actually go and enjoy my football, especially was like, if I get an injury in a couple of years, it could be done. So I haven't played what I've left, but I want to make sure I'm enjoying it and not sitting here being playing two or three minutes at a time. Like I didn't mind being on that. I wanted to be, be the main man again. and And then, I heard they were back in for me, and at some start, it of might be something I could be interested in.
1: Your second baby's Craig as well, after Craig Brown.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, th- th- do you then speak to Neville directly? We had a bit of chat,
2: yeah. Well, I said i one want chat and spoke to Graham Alexander and that, and he spoke about the, the ambitions for the club and that. And then it wasn't until I went down there that I actually spoke to Neville. How is he? Yeah. What's he like? Yeah, Good, yeah. nice, it wasn't. It was wasn't best mate to him. Like, he's nice yeah He's lovely fella. <laughs> Mad for bringing the club to where he wants to bring it. You know, he's determined to get it to where he wants. And but he's very, uh, very friendly guy. Like he's just sitting around the club chatting to the lads. Gets on quite well. tomorrow.
1: what about gigs in schools? You know, I last to me called them gigs in schools. What
2: about gigs in schools now? Do you meet them? Yeah, I met them all, but um, met didn't meet them all that day. Like, Geeks came in about a month later, I think, to have a little chat with the lads just about doing stuff for the local community and that, making sure the club's doing stuff for that. I actually think that was they he sent him in because he probably thought if lads hadn't turning up, then if one of the lads would to tell them to do it, they'll do it. <laughs> so he came in and said, just make sure they was for the club, which is fair enough. So he came in and then most of them used to get the games, like two or three of them every home game. There's always a couple of them there watching the games. Gary was the main one. He used to be at the majority Did them, like... Would Can they be, pull you up for your performance or, that? or say like, you could do this better? They'd leave that to the graph because they wouldn't get involved in the football squad so with that really, like you know Yeah get a pint with any of them rooms? Yeah we got promoted we went back to that's everything that was, that was because we went back to uh, Beckham's pub after the final No way so Originally as an interview, if we got promoted we'd be going back on the bus because there was family buses and there was the team bus and after the game, we'd be all going back to the hotel you have up beside Old Trafford, Hotel Football. So we're all going to go back there for an after-party. So Beckham and I was there. they're All the owners were there. So all the boys are buzzing. Beckham walk around. I didn't even watch the game. Just look at Beckham walk around.
0: <laughs> but
2: uh, yeah, so after the game then, they are like, oh, they has a, a pub in in middle of London. We're all going to go back there for an hour. have a pint in this pub with all the owners and stuff like so like, all right, great. And all the families are meant to come. The family getting the allowed to and were over them the time. <laughs> so it's just all the lads back, all the families were good. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, yeah, we went there. we went back to his pub and he had like, a little bit of music on and we all pointed to and all the owners were there. It was cool cracking, lovely. It was like, just, uh, we are there for, I'd say we are there for an hour and a half, like, just sharing out, out there. telling your stories? you stories? they didn't tell us stories, but was would
1: they sit and tell you Man your stories?
2: To all the lads and all, no, no, we didn't ask him. Like, it, was just a, it was just a piss up, we we're all celebrating. But he was getting in photos and chatting to all the lads and all that. Like, but he'd heed his family, he'd his kids, and all his kids, and all were in the corner. Like, and they all had to go at a certain time. if they all left.
1: What
2: was Victor like, there? No, just all the kids.
1: I, mean, <laughs> I would have been nipping his head, man. I would have been <laughs> nipping his head, honestly. Uh, did you, did you, did you, did
2: you, watch, did you watch the documentaries before you went down? No, it seen, it seemed like, I remember seeing a little bit of them. Um, a year or so before and I'd never actually watched them all I've watched them all now like but yeah now because all the going once I signed and all the boys I found out the previous managers and how they, 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 they were funny
1: mate, weren't they weren't they were funny man did
2: they, see did, did, what did the boys say about the previous managers just that they were characters ah you just said yeah yeah man they said you have been in the pub but you drink like after the game and I like so, I think, I think the whole thing was to bring in someone from like Graham Magazine and that's bit more professional in that way and going because I think the lads that they're done a great job and got them promoted, but I think they just are t- they're probably too close to the lads in terms of that side of it. But it would bother
1: you because you, you were you were at Aberdeen mate, playing at Celtic Park, Ibrox, Pottardy, obviously, and then going to non league and going to some of the grounds, mate, are, are tough, is not
2: Yeah, but I've also been in the lower leagues in Scotland. Some of them grounds are tough. <laughs> um, yeah, no, people always say you've left like Celtic Park for that, but I've, I've done that. I've been there. I've played in them games of. Done that, people are like, Oh, every year you get the tweets and all oh, You're missing your Europa League qualifiers. I'm like, But yeah, well, I have done that, I've experienced that. And if I was at the, I think someone of the you're missing the cup final, I mean, but I may not be in playing, I may not even be in the squad. So mm-hmm. it, you move on, you have to make decisions of the time based on what you think is best. And, and I've done that, I'm, I'm glad I did. I kind of to to try and get them into the football league and, and try and be part of history, basically. And thankfully, we managed to do it through the playoffs.
1: I've got it here as well what was the main reason it sold it to you but it's uh, what went into your bank account on the 29th every month so we'll skip to the next one <laughs> <laughs> could you believe the negative reaction it made it was everywhere wasn't it
2: That was not sure because I went down I did not was I do a bit like an abroad or some in terms of cost of being settled at Aberdeen and I don't I'd never, I wasn't unhappy there but as I say I was considering that I, I'd move on somewhere now. To be fair, I wouldn't have just moved anywhere, I wouldn't have moved just to another Scottish club just for the sake of going and I wouldn't have come back down to England. Just for, like the uh, main attraction was trying to recreate in terms of going in somewhere and being the main man and being part of something. And like, there's not many opportunities around like there. Um and that's what, what I've done it. But yeah, now does the reaction I think was caused by um, the tweet that went down from what was his name again, Jim White. Um, yeah, I think he tweeted something. Yeah, it's the demise of or something, Scottish football. and thinking, oh, the nonsense. Like, if you looked at it, I hadn't played before, I hadn't started a game properly. Really, i started two games in the last four months of the season or something like that. I wasn't playing. Big Sam Cosgrove was coming through. He'd been playing. I lost Stevie May. was ahead of me. So there was loads of things there. It's just me, it was, um, like, well, it was a really good opportunity to move on and I thought it was the right time. So I don't think it was any disrespect to Scottish football. Like.
1: See, when you weren't playing rounds and you were getting forced to like would you ever go and speak to Del? And say you weren't happy.
2: Uh, I'll go and see if he wasn't playing and starting because I think, listen, if i going to be playing, there's a lot of games you're watching, you think, right, wouldn't be as good a target man as Cozzy, but Steve, you made better legs and links to play better. But at the end of the day, I don't think anyone really, the club was going to score the goals I would. I believe that in most clubs, I think, if it's down to goals and you want some team to score goals in big games, and a lot of the big games against Celtic Rangers or Cup finals so that I didn't start, I think. and we Need to score here to win the game, sooner certainly we want to win, and there's no better chance than, than having me in the team, regardless. I'll always work hard. I may mean, not have the same link as some of the other lads on that side of it, but I always believed I'll, I'll, I'll get the goal over anywhere. Yeah, uh, part of the
1: documentary doing there as well in your first year. How was that? Strange,
2: yeah, it's weird, yeah, it's weird because obviously, as I say, I started to look at it once I'm once the down there and people are going on about it, and then. Just to have the, you get used to after a while because they always have been around the train around quite a bit. And they're nice fellas to come around, they just float around with the cameras like, and they do interviews. But like, I'd say I've done probably about 10 hours of footage over the season with just interviews with a man. I think I was in it for two minutes. Like, the amount of footage you must get through, like, you know, and, and, and cut it all down to whatever it needs to be. I think, to be fair, I think once Beckham got involved in the club, that probably took over most of it. <laughs> <the Best> Baseball <laughs> of- gold? Beckham bought into the club, yeah. Oh, so you did. Yeah, so when he buy in body, I think went right and scrap the rest of the we with focus on this for a bit you know, this, will get, this will get us a bigger audience
1: Mate could you believe the amount of media attention that Salford were getting was it ever a bit
2: tiring that more the attention
1: was on the owners than the players
2: Nah I just you know everyone hates you everyone just hates us like, everyone hates the club like, you could tell so every- the players that you're playing against in that yeah, nothing more just the fans you could tell. Like you may have never played against a club before, like this, and you swear like there are better rivals, like clubs hated you They couldn't wait to get a goal up against you, and like and you could tell there was certain games where you'd be playing against teams they would all down the league, and they'd be all sorts of times going and trying to nick a point and stuff like that. And there was teams that were to get you. You could tell there was a little bit of added incentive for a lot of teams that to, to deal with and it. And also, I think a lot of players wanted to try and impress in case they get a move there as well. So yeah. you had lads really, really performing.
1: Made 23 goals as well in your first season. It, yeah. I mean, is that, who was good doing there? Any good players that we would know? Anyone that's been on a big and better? Um,
2: I'm trying to think now. There was, um, there's actually a lad up there at the minute that went to Hartley is at the forward off Killy. He's doing quite well there at the minute, isn't he? Yeah, he, he was. was in, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I, I think we played against him at um, was it maybe having Waterloo? maybe and then he went to uh, Hartley and then he went up there. He's doing quite well. I'm trying to think of the lads we played against that really stood out. There's a lot more experienced lads who've dropped down in league as well, you know, or get a bit older and they're actually still very good. I was surprised at their level, to be honest. I didn't think it was be as high as it is. There's not an awful lot of difference between like the conference and League Two, say. Um, but I think that like everyone says it's like it's an empty, it's not, it's everyone's full time, you know, everyone's training full time with some some very good players in it. And you were a skipper, mate. How did uh, who decided that? No. <laughs> I the want to draw. <laughs> no, I think I should because uh, I'm getting a bit more experience. I'm you know, like spin and, like even it in. I never used to really say a whole lot after games or, or stuff like that, but then once I get older, to speak more and coach more and demand more. And, and no, I actually enjoyed that side so of trying to help younger lads and just organising the pitch and stuff. It helps me. I don't run around enough, so get the other lads to do for you.
1: Uh, and what, why did you leave, me? How
2: did you fight? You've done all right in League 2, didn't you? But no, it's not going to tell us what you thought. Yeah, just I think, we, I think once we got promoted, I think we're in a group. We thought we could go and do it again, you know. Um, I think just the squad that was there was capable of doing it. But we didn't really perform to the level we could have. We had a lot of games we dropped points. More naivety than did I think it was just a lot of I think you need a bit more experience in terms of people in that league because just late on in games when lads should be killing games or making just little fells, pulling people back. I think we're a bit naive and let a couple of teams get late goals against by not just pulling them back up the pitch and stuff like that. And that affected us early on. I think we're a bit a bit young in that sense. Um, and then we just, as you don't get the three points every week you said, it was a bit of confidence the team wasn't playing as well. We're doing okay but we're sitting mid-table whereas we thought we should have been the top top end of the table and then around January time we made a lot of signings we brought in a lot of new um, attacking players and a lot more forwards um, then I had Solihull were interested in me and it was an option so once you hear that then you kind of know that the, the club are happy enough to let you go and you kind of know where it's going <laughs> no, no Scottish team come in I haven't a clue I'm well, not too sure I've not heard hey, of it need an
1: agent you need an agent because somebody's not telling you enough <laughs> <laughs> what's what's happening there? And,
2: uh, no, no, no we're we'll just handling a future of the club. the "Oh, we're interested," and in to be fair, that they're looking to do a similar thing. Do you want to try and get up into the league? They're putting all the infrastructure in and all the training grounds and gone in now. So, looking long away at debut, twelve months later.
1: Nightmare, mate. Eh? Uh, and plans for the future? You said there, you're captain. There, you helping younger players, and the coach. minute's
2: it's all done. No, no, we do. Whenever I retire, was. Years ago, I always said, No, no interest in coaching. If it's uh, shoot straight back to Dublin, as soon as I'm done, but I don't know, I might do I enjoy, I'm enjoying that. More. So, I might look at on the under badges, and you never know. He might give me jobs. 20,
1: if Tony Poulos gets another job, mate, you could be his goalie coach. I'll
2: be in, yeah, he'll be in there, he'll be, he'll be fab. <laughs> <I'll> be <laughs> man. hero. All the best. Cheers. Cheers mate.
0: It's the new football season, and now TV's hit the back of the net. Oh, it's a stunner! As you can get the Sky Sports and Sports Extra Passes half price for three months. Now that's more like it! So, you can stream Sky Sports, Premier Sports and BT Sport at 50% off, and all without a contract. It's
2: perfect! That is world class.
0: Your sport on your terms. Search Now TV Sports to find out more. 18 plus content streamed via internet. Standard pricing after three months. Further terms apply. Hey, do you know what will go great with this podcast right now? A scrumptious Cadbury snack. Crumbly biscuit smothered in smooth, delicious Cadbury milk chocolate. Oh, yeah. Cadbury snack. The perfect biscuity bite for that mid morning break. Pick one up in a store today.